This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday, August 17th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, five people were injured after nearly 100 shots were fired Tuesday night outside of a West Philadelphia Recreation Center while children were inside practicing sports. It happened just before 7 p.m. near the Shepherd Recreation Center at 57th and Haverford Avenue. Police say at least two men opened fire from a white SUV. A total of 96 gunshots were fired. Multiple guns were found at the scene. Police say two of the victims did have gun permits. Two victims were on the sidewalk. Another two were in the street. And a fifth person happened to be driving his BMW through the scene when the gunfire erupted. The five victims range in age from 16 to 25 years old. Police say a 16-year-old male and a 21-year-old male are both listed in extremely critical condition at an area hospital. The three other victims are listed in stable condition. No other injuries were reported, but police say that there were kids practicing sports at the rec center, including football, basketball, and cheerleading at the time of the gunfire. Officers on patrol in the area heard the gunshots and rushed over. The officers saw four males getting into the white SUV, which crashed just blocks away at Haverford Avenue and Farson Street. Three of the suspects were caught, and police are looking for one more. It's unclear what sparked the gunfire. They're asking anyone who may have any information about this shooting to call police at 215 tips. Arizona and Nevada will be hit with another round of cuts to their water supply as the U.S. Bureau of Reclamation uh, said Tuesday that the ongoing drought continues to threaten water levels of the Colorado River and by extension impact communities across the West. The announcement comes as western portions of the United States already had to take a series of rare and even unprecedented steps to ration water to large parts of the country. Water levels in Nevada's Lake Mead, the nation's largest reservoir, hit historic lows in June. Tuesday's announcement included uh, designating Lake Mead to operate in a Tier 2A shortage, which increases water restrictions on Arizona, Nevada, and parts of Mexico. It is the first time the lake has been pushed to that designation. The new regulations are based on federal government protections of reservoir water levels over the next 24 months and will take effect in January of 2023. In Tier 2A, Arizona will forfeit an additional 80,000 acre feet of water from Lake Mead, taking away from the cities and tribes in addition to the state's agricultural sector, which was already hit by a previous round of cuts. The new restrictions come as the seven states that rely on the Colorado River system missed a deadline mandated by the Bureau to come up with a plan to conserve at least 15% more water on top of pre-existing restrictions. See, they started a program to try to teach the fish to breathe rather regular oxygen. Oxygen, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. right. That's huh. going to be hard, It's not man. going well, Case. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, we, uh, you know, I, I did that trip down the Colorado a few summers ago. Right. And, but now you can walk it. Well, but my cousin <laughs> is, uh, he's trying to get us to commit to doing it again next summer because he's like, I don't know if they're going to be able to run this this river trip anymore. Right, right, right. Yeah, uh, it's it's been so bad, but. Uh, and I'm, I'm seriously thinking about doing it. Well, well, you know, all the water levels here, all the lakes, like in the Poconos and stuff like that, everything is down, I guess, because yeah. we just haven't seen the rainfall yeah. that we normally yeah. see uh, in the summertime. Yeah, yeah, you can see it in the creeks yeah. um, clearly that, uh, that they're really low right now. And by me, I have a reservoir and uh, like, so you drive over the dam of the reservoir mm-hmm. and, and now there's like this little tower out there and you can see the water lines on, on the tower. And I've seen it way lower than it is now. And it, It'll be fine. You know, it's summertime yeah. and, you know, in, in short order, we'll get a few rainstorms. And How are the fine. whales doing? 
They're dead. Yeah, oh, they're dead. Oh, every yeah. single one of them. There is not one even, living whale. Why did they whale. even put uh, them in there? No, it's not big so enough. So stupid. My parents have a creek in their backyard, and uh, my nephew goes over there uh, once a week. They watch him, and he loves to fish. <laughs> I stopped over the other day. He was literally fishing in, like, it might have been, like, six inches of water. I was like, catching anything, pal? <laughs> no, is he, is he a creek or a crick? Uh, well, uh, I say creek because I know that's what people normally say, but, yes, it would be a crick according a crick. to us. Right, okay. yes. Gotcha. <laughs> the Doors are shuttered at Water's Edge in Ben Salem, but checks for future parties to be hosted at the venue have already been cashed. So it's one of these stories we've heard. Oh, man, these suck. Yeah. Uh, Those who are looking forward to celebrating major life milestones at the venue are now looking for their money back. Stephen Dixon and his fiancee, Kayla Kilpatrick, say that they are out $4,300. That was the deposit they put down for their upcoming June 3rd wedding. Uh, They were also left without a venue. (laughs) So they also said that, so they're saying that this is about half of their money that's missing now that they're not going to be able to get back. They say that the venue sold them uh, an extra like hour on an open bar, and uh, Six ABC talked to the owners of this place. They don't have a liquor license. So they, oh man! Yeah, so they basically were just taking their money. <laughs> oh. Would you like an extra hour of our illegal bar? Yeah. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> <Let's> go. <laughs> they picked Water's Edge and Ben Salem and say their deposit check was cashed on May twelfth. Then came the issues after speaking with the event planner. She said, "I'm sorry, the owner is MIA. We're not able to." return your money. Uh, Alexis Jeffries is expecting her first child in October. Her baby shower at the Water's Edge was set for this weekend. Uh, She visited the venue on Monday, waited outside for 45 minutes until she said she finally called someone. They answered uh, and the woman on the other line said she forgot to tell them that the venue shut down. Police reports have been filed, but victims are told that they will likely not see their money. It seems like there's a a fair amount of scam activity going on in this industry, right? 6ABC spoke to the owner of Water's Edge who admitted the deposits were cashed, there's no liquor license, and Water Water's Edge isn't reopening. The owner went on to say they haven't returned any money and that the employees of the venue have worked without payment. The owner says that the deposits will be returned and employees will be compensated, but would not say when that would happen. Uh, on a positive side, Kathy, a lot of former lakes now are able to book these events. Because <laughs> <So>. <laughs> the guests won't get wet. <laughs> All right, let's do sports this morning. The Phillies hit five home runs and beat the Cincinnati Reds 11 4 last night. Derek Hall and Nick Castellanos smacked back-to-back home runs in the third inning. Reese Hoskins followed with a three-run shot in the fourth to put, to put the Phils up for good, and Hoskins went deep again with a two-run shot in the eighth. The Phillies have beaten the Reds two nights in a row and will go for a three-game sweep this afternoon behind Rangers Suarez before an off-day Thursday and a four-game series against the New York Mets that starts Friday night at Citizens Bank Park. The Union will be in Texas tonight to face off against FC Dallas. Both teams are faring well in the regular season with Philadelphia topping the Eastern Conference and Dallas sitting third in the Western Conference. Play starts at 9.30 at Toyota Stadium. The second stop of Serena Williams' farewell tour was a short one. The 40-year-old fell uh, 0-2 in matches since announcing the countdown has begun on her career, losing 6-4, 6 
8-0 to U.S. Open champion Emma Raducanu in the Western and Southern Open on Tuesday night. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks a whole bunch, Kathy. And we welcome you to the midweek point of your work week. We have some stuff going on. First of all, Nick's out. Nick's got strep throat, man. Yeah. Hey. Sucks for him. It does. He was having this weird thing yesterday where, like, he couldn't hear yeah, his yeah. ear was... out of his right ear, and it freaked him out a bit. And of course, he went to the great Doctor Mike, and uh, they they figured out he's he's sick, so um, he's yeah, on the mend. He, but... he said he felt. Besides that, he felt good enough. But his strep can be contagious. Yeah, very much. So. Yeah, yeah. I was always told like that was the that was the absolute right. line of. You're not leaving the house. Right. Yeah. If you have strep throat, you strep do not leave. Diarrhea. The house. And this is also, yeah. <laughs> um, this is just me saying this. I feel like people who get strep are way more susceptible to getting strep like again. over and again. over and over again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. I don't, I don't really know. So he's on the Strippers, they call him. He's yeah. out today. And we do have a few things planned for you. Uh, so it's Wednesday. That means a secret text word. Today, we have a chance for you to win a pair of tickets uh, for a prog rock dream. It's going to be John Petrucci with Mike Portnoy and Dave LaRue. We're going to be playing the Keswick Theater on October 14th. Tickets are on sale now via AXS.com. But if you're interested in winning... Uh, the, through the secret text word, just text word secret to 39333. We send you a special word later on. We'll ask you to call in with the word designated caller wins. And we'll also grab a random texter and give away a pair of tickets to the, that event as well. On top of that, we go live on Fox Good Day. That's another Wednesday thing we like to do. Uh, but also we have a save the date announcement. Uh-huh. Uh, that we're going to get to around Bizarre File Time. So 8 a.m.-ish. And we're excited about this. So we'll just reveal it all when it is time to do so. So make sure you hang with us this morning. You don't want to miss out on the information. Uh, besides that, I've got a whole lot of entertainment stories that would love to share with you, as well as a stupid question and some giveaways this morning. So we'll take a break, of course, and we will come back in just a moment and get it underway Wednesday morning. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. It's kind of self-explanatory after that. Now back with Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, thank you very much, Kath. So we'll ask a stupid question, and we will give away, let me see what we have here, a $50 gift card to Nebraza Brazilian Steakhouse in Horsham. Question this morning is, what city's name means Lion City? Lion City. Mm-hmm. 215-263-WNMR is a number. What City's name means Lion City. 215-263-WMMR. All right, let's see if we can mention... So are these birthdays you wanted me to add, Marissa? Is that what this is? Okay. Bunch of names I don't know. She just walked in and handed to me. So here, we'll go, we'll go through. You want me to start with those? Let's yeah, go with yeah, those. Yeah, let's, let's see if we can yeah. figure out who they are. Okay. David Bromstad from HDTV... Color Splash oh, Design Store, okay. my lottery dream house. Oh, I know that guy. I love that guy. The He's got all the tattoos. Guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He needs to stop. 
It's with the thing. tattoos. I know. <laughs> is it too dude, much? They're crawling up his. Up, they're going to be on his uh, face next. Can't do that. He's they a good. Are. He's a good looking dude. He's very very funny. He's yeah. great at his job. But I, he's I, I enjoy watching. And and if you watch over the seasons, yeah. the tattoos have got yeah. Look oh at yeah, I see what you're saying, man. man. So nice no. guy, he's got like this tiger tail that comes up and it's almost on his cheek. And yeah. I'm like, dude. <laughs> I just kind of what what I like about it is it is it's totally left to center. And it's not like, and even the tattoos don't match his personality. Do you know what I mean? Like, right, right. Uh, a, I see a picture of him, like a before picture, before the, all uh-huh. the tattoos. He did this fairly quickly. It looks like, yes, yeah. it's an addiction. It can be. It uh, does. Oh, I've seen it take over people. Absolutely. All right. Well, he's celebrating a birthday. I don't know how. Preston, there are people that. who get Preston and Steve tattoos. It's <laughs> insane. Yeah. Can you believe that? It it's insane. He's forty-eight. Uh, Austin Butler. Oh, from yes. Zoe 101. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, she is, or he? He. He is 31. He. <laughs> uh, he was also in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I don't know who he played. He played Elvis Presley, by the way. In, uh, that's right, man. And the latest film, The Bosch Lumber. That is correct, yeah. yes. So uh, he's 31 today. <laughs> they are saying he might well receive an Oscar nomination for okay. that performance. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then you have Paige, retired professional wrestler. Two-time and youngest WWE Divas champion. Uh, Only woman to hold both championships simultaneously. She was was in the movie Fighting With My Family. Okay. So there you go. All right, those are Marissa's contributions to the birthday stay. I got a couple little ones. Sean Penn has a birthday today. Sean Penn. He's 62. Robert De Niro. I thought you were joking when you said little. He's 79 today. I've heard of De Niro. Yeah, you've heard of him, right? son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Randomly yesterday, Casey, I was thinking about who is Charlie? Where is he? Who is he? What was the name of that Where's movie? Charlie. Oh my god! It was a horror movie. Yeah, it was a and Brittany um, Murphy. Who is Murphy? Charlie? Yeah. Listen. Where is he? Is this Charlie? Is this Charlie? Charlie? Is that? Uh, that's not the way. I'm not gonna. That's tell. it. Yeah. I'll never tell. Oh my. I'm not gonna tell any. I promise. Uh-huh. We'll tell anyone. Uh, so that's the one. All right. Yes. All right. Was it? Was it? Wasn't the story, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I think I only saw the movie once, but there was like a like an imaginary friend for the little kid. And, and, uh, and that was Charlie? Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe it's Beefsteak Charlie. So <laughs> <laughs> Beefsteak Charlie? What is Beefsteak Charlie? <laughs> Wait, what's what Beefsteak Charlie? Remember that restaurant, Beefsteak no, Charlie's? I don't, I don't. Oh, yeah, Beefsteak Charlie's was like a steak <laughs> on, a, on a ground round level. Okay. All right. Beefsteak Charlie's. <laughs> Please take me to Beefsteak Charlie's. Where's Beefsteak Charlie's? Where is it? Where's Charlie's? Uh, <laughs> De Niro is 79. Donnie Wahlberg's birthday is today. Yeah! Yeah, man! Remember, new kids on the block. He was the bad boy. My God, he, he didn't play the way the others played. No. I would call him a loose cannon. I think so. Turned into a really good actor, though. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's in the Saw franchise. First thing I remember seeing him in was in... Um, uh, Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense. You Sixth Sense. You sick son of a bitch in your Sixth Sense. <laughs> Uh, you so, sick son of a bitch. So Donnie celebrates his 53rd birthday. He's on Blue Bloods, which is uh, yeah. going into its 81st season. Yeah. He was married to Jenny McCarthy. That's him, right? Uh, not. They are married. Or, or they are still married? I believe they are, yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also sharing a birthday with Donnie Wahlberg is Belinda Carlisle. Kathy. Belinda Carlisle is 64. Kathy was more into her solo career, yes. right? <laughs> I know, because I, I was like, oh, this is what you're playing? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now, yes. ooh, baby, yeah, was, do you know what that's for? I was more Come on, into Kathy. solo career. You're right. <laughs> One of the great videos of her interpretive dance, yep, singing into a brush. A hairbrush. Yeah. On that's the how, stairs. That's how we would perform, me and my cousin. Ooh, baby, do you know what that's for? Ooh, 
So Belinda turns uh, 64. I feel like I have to old. post that video uh, because it's her birthday. Yeah, yes. you should. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We have to have that somewhere. Uh, we also have uh, Gilby Clark, who is the former guitarist for Guns N' Roses. And he was also in that movie, uh, and I didn't know this, he was in the movie Rockstar. Oh, uh, and was I'll he part of the band? I don't know. I'm not sure because they were they had a few bands in that movie, and I don't know if he played in uh, Steel Dragon. I think was the name of the band. Uh, but you know what? That's a guilty pleasure a, movie of mine. That's a lot of fun. That movie. Yeah. I think it's very cool. Jennifer Aniston's very good in it. And yeah, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Pow, there he is. What a performance. Uh, so Gilby is 60 years old today. Uh, then you have a gentleman by the name of Kevin Rowland. You know him as the lead singer of the band Dexy's Midnight Runners. And come on, Eileen. You know, this is the, the yeah. classic one-hit wonder band of the 1980s. They had they had several albums, but this was the only one that really hit. It's the song title that's actually a command. Uh, yes, exactly. Come on, Eileen. Oh, man. Wow. I mean, Kathy, did you hear during the football game? I was a uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. you did hear that. Uh, Marissa, I'm gonna have to get you that that clip because the guy is talking about Dexy's Midnight Runner. No, uh, doing something in in a, in a guy's face, but well, you can say the sentence I, I can he say, said, yeah, right? Oh yeah, he says something about coming in this guy's face, but he's talking about like defensively, right? Coming up, like like getting up in his grill, yeah, basically. Okay, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm such a child. It's Kevin Rowland's birthday. <laughs> yes. We dishonor him with that. We've dishonored the great. That was the one hit, right? Yeah, I, what, what I was going to say was, uh, uh, when I think of 1980s and One Hit Wonder, I think this is the creme de la creme sure. of them all. But yeah. also the video. That was, that was with part me, of it. With the overalls, the big overalls yeah. and all yeah. that stuff, and they were just street kids. He got into trouble, I think he said it, well, not into trouble, but said something disparaging about David Bowie. Oh, and there okay. was a big backlash about him. Yeah, you don't need you to Because they're pretty much neck and neck in the eyes of most people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mm. He's 69 today. Guitarist Eric Johnson celebrates his birthday. He's a uh, instrumentalist, guitarist, virtuoso, and uh, we'll have to let this play out a little bit because you will definitely know this. He had a, a hit with this also in the 1980s. Uh, this is called The Cliffs of Dover, mm. uh, but I got to let it get to the hook because it's such a... It's such a great, pleasant uh, melody oh, yeah. that he plays on, and... Just a really interesting and intricate, cool guitar part. Yep. Makes for good uh, video uh, instrumentals underneath that there's something kind of exciting going on if you want to put it underneath and you want to pay the licensing for it, so go for it. When we were in high school, my brother had this on, my older brother had it on a mixtape. He didn't have many mixtapes. I think he had one, and this was on it. I I love the the song. birthday to Mr. Eric Johnson, who is 68 years old today. And then the last birthday is uh, Tessa Formiga. Oh. Who is the sister of Vera Formiga, uh, or Formiga. I'm not yes. sure if you pronounce it that way or not, but she was in American Horror Story. She's um, really good. The Bling Ring, and I want to say that they might have played mother and daughter in, a, in a movie one time where I, Vera yeah. was the, the mom. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, So she celebrates her 28th birthday today. All right, we'll see if somebody has an answer to this stupid question. What city's name means Lion City? 215-263-WMMR. That's the number. I'm going to go to Alvin, see if we can get the answer. Hey, Alvin, good morning. Uh, Good morning. 
Uh, good morning, yeah, it, good sir. Morning, it. All right, give it to me. The city that means Lion City. What city is that? It is Singapore. Singapore. Oh, right. I didn't know that. You are correct. Hang on a second, Albert. We are going to set you up with a $50 gift card to Nebraza Brazilian Steakhouse in Horsham. Struggling to find a restaurant for everyone? Well, Nebraza has you covered. They offer 15 different cuts of meat and salmon for one set price. Uh, and August meat of the month is ribeye. Info and reservations are available at Nebraza.com. All right, we're going to start with this, man. So Angelina Jolie yesterday or on Monday was revealed as the Jane Doe who filed an anonymous 2016 lawsuit in which the plaintiff said that she was physically and verbally assaulted by her then-husband on a plane. Yeah. According to a report, uh, Jolie alleged that Brad Pitt took her to the back of the plane, grabbed her shoulders, and said, you're effing up this family. She also claimed another physical altercation occurred on the same flight during which she sustained injuries. Pitt allegedly was drinking and had poured beer on her as well. So a little bit more coming out about this. Is We've this, known about this uh, altercation for a long time. Is this the same one where supposedly the did something to the kid? Yeah, yes. So after the FBI decided that they would not pursue criminal charges against Pitt, Jolie filed an anonymous Freedom of Information Act suit to obtain documents regarding the investigation. And in 2016, the FBI and L.A. Department of Child and Family Services we're investigating Pitt for child abuse after an incident occurred on his family's private plane. The incident allegedly involved uh, the 15-year-old son Maddox, who interrupted a fight between Pitt and Joe Lee. So I'm assuming, yeah, this is the same event. Uh, right. So Pitt's team denied the allegations in a statement to people saying he is emphatic, that it did not reach the level of physical abuse, that no one was physically harmed. He did not hit his child in the face in any way. He did not do that. He is emphatic about that. He put his hands on him, yes, because the confrontation was spiraling out of control. So uh -huh. it sounds like he got his hands on people, on her. Yeah. And uh, and maybe, you know, got uh, too physical and, you know, he was out of control. He was drunk and he quit drinking. He admits it. After that. He so. admits, now, he doesn't admit to this level. Uh, and we don't know for sure whether, you know, either party, what they're saying is true or not. But he certainly felt there was enough of an issue for him to go into uh, rehab or detox or whatever the hell he did afterwards. Yep. So something did happen and it wasn't pleasant. Yep. And, you know, um, who knows what really took place. I think there was definitely physical altercation there, but to what level it's up to interpretation. He needs a sponsor like Tom Sizemore, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah right? I think, so. I think you're right. He's He could be the, could really make the, a big the clarity that we need here. I didn't hit her. I didn't like her. Alright, so Florence Pugh and Zach Braff ended their relationship earlier this year, but they kept it quiet because of the barrage of media attention she revealed in a new interview. Uh, Pugh told Harper's Bazaar in a cover story published on Tuesday, uh, we've been trying to do this separation without the world knowing because it's been a relationship that everybody has an opinion on. We just felt something like this would really do us the benefit of not having millions of people telling us how happy they are that we're not together. So we've done that. I automatically get a lumpy throat when I talk about it. Uh, so, so they were together for a, a while, uh, but they were they, they were they sort were of being chipped away at because of the age difference. And I think a lot of people who really dig Florence Pugh are like, why are you with Zach Braff? So uh, eventually uh, it worked. Do you think that was what did it? I think ultimately it, it just ran its course. I think that's it. I don't think that the predicate was the age difference. Yeah. Because they stayed together long enough. How that, old is she? She's well, 24? She's 26. He's 47. Okay. So she also slammed the paparazzi and gossip channels for encouraging the public to share private moments of famous people walking down the street. She said, I think it's incredibly wrong. Pew! 
Mm-hmm. Adding that uh, just because people are in the public eye doesn't mean that every aspect of their life should be watched and written about. She said, we haven't signed up for a reality TV show. Uh, they've been linked with each other since 2019. While the couple never went red carpet official, Pew has defended their romance amid a 20-year age gap. Pew! In April 2020, she responded to horrid comments made on a previous posted photo of Braff for his birthday. She said, I do not need you to tell me who I should or should not love. Damn right. And I would never in my life ever, ever tell anyone who they can or cannot love. Uh, it is not your place, and really, it has nothing to do with you. Shut up, you face. She was 24 at the time. <laughs> also, me. I love that phrase. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, shut it's up, not you your face. face. Shut up, you face. Uh, Pew. Remember, I had to sing that at the the dinner theater. I remember I that. Yeah. You sang a little bit. Shut about, up, you face. Yeah. It's a not so bad. Yes. It's a nicer place. Ah, shut up at your face. That's exactly what I had to tell you. Um, okay, hang on a second. You did dinner theater? She did? Yeah, yeah. at uh, Bistro Romano. I did it for a while. Did I? Okay. It was I when we, I, just... I think it was when we were, Y100. Y100. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. it was because I was doing it um, when I was working for the Sixers. Mm-hmm. I would oh. alternate nights. <laughs> Uh, by the way, Pew, who was 24 at the time, also made it clear that she was an adult, <laughs> noting that she has worked since she was 17 years old and started paying taxes at 18 years old, so she can do what she wanted. She's to. pretty phenomenal. Uh, what was yeah. the last bit of dust up concerning her? Was it that that pick with that uh, top she was wearing that was sort of see through? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I didn't hate that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Johnny Depp is set to direct his first film in 25 years, months after his legal victory over Amber Heard earlier this summer. Uh, the 59-year-old who recently concluded his multi-million dollar defamation case against Amber will co-produce alongside Hollywood great Al Pacino. It's going to be for Monster Truck 4. And Barry Navidi, <laughs> uh, based on the play uh, Ma... Ma? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Modigliani. Oh, about the artist. The, uh, yes. Yes, uh, tortured sort of uh, artist. It's called Modi. Yes. Uh, Modi will tell the story of the artist. It's uh, if you get diarrhea, you take that. Time, no, that's uh, Imodium. Imodium. Okay. Uh, this guy was lived a hard, almost like a Hunter S. Thompson life. Well, then that's perfect for that's Johnny because yeah, he he's, he's enamored by those personalities. He sure is, yeah. Uh, so it'll tell the story of the artist's time in Paris in 1916. It will offer a snapshot of a turbulent and eventful 48 hours during which, having long considered himself a critical and commercial failure, he solidifies himself as a creative force. Uh, the project aims to start production in spring 2023 in Europe. Uh, Depp said of the project, the saga of Mr. Modigli- Modigliani's life is one that I'm incredibly honored and truly humbled to bring to the screen. It was a life of great hardship, but eventual triumph, a universally human story all viewers can identify Doesn't with. Doesn't Aquaman make an appearance in that? I don't think <laughs> so. Uh, this project has been very close uh, to Al's heart, he said. Uh, Al Pacino introduced me to I like him. To the play, uh, Medigliani, many years ago, and I instantly fell in love with it. Uh, this is a slice of Modi's life and not a bio. It's been a dream of mine to work with Johnny again. Uh, this is according to Al. Uh, he's a true artist with an amazing vision to bring this great story to the screen. So Pacino and uh, Depp were in, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, Donnie Brasco? Donnie Brasco, I believe. Yeah, yeah, they were in that together, yeah. Uh, after Will Smith slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars, many stars share their two cents, including the Batman actress Zoe Kravitz. Uh. And she had captioned a photo of herself on the big night. 
Here's a picture of my dress at the show where we are apparently assaulting people on stage right now. <laughs> Following this, she received some criticism for it. And she had said in an interview recently with uh, Wall Street Journal magazine, it's a scary time to have an opinion or to say the wrong thing or to make controversial art or statements or thoughts or anything. She said it's mostly scary because it's about conversation. That should, in my opinion, always be the point. The Internet is the opposite of conversation. She's right. The Internet is people putting things out and not taking anything in. I agree. She is right. She's right. Bat Woman right. is right. Catwoman is Cat right. Catwoman is right. Uh, That's why she stays at more conservative projects like Pussy Island. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> She's right. Is that the name of the movie? Pussy, Pussy Island. Island. Yeah, Island. a movie with uh, Channing Tatum. Yeah. Uh, she said, I have very complicated feelings around it. I wish I had handled that differently. And that's... Well, it was an innocuous statement. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Uh, go, staying with the, the Academy Awards. Uh, and Steve, you're probably the only one in the room that'll know this, but Sasheen Le- uh, Littlefeather... Yes. ...has finally received a long overdue apology <clears throat> from the Academy Awards. Nearly 50 years ago, the actress and activist accepted the best Oscar... Uh, actor Oscar on behalf of Marlon Brando, who boycotted the 1973 ceremony in protest of Hollywood's negative portrayals of Native Americans. Brando himself, Brando himself had Native American blood. Right. And listen, he was, you know, yeah, there was a lot going on at the yeah, time. So. This, uh, you go up and get it. So good for him. <laughs> uh, Little Feather delivered a speech on his behalf, which was roundly mocked and booed by some mocked? members. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Why do I never see that coming? Yeah. <laughs> You will. It was another catastrophe. I know. The other catastrophe I never see coming. The mock. Yeah. I never see coming. Yeah. Uh, roundly mocked and booed by some members of the audience. Now, Littlefeather will be honored at an evening with uh, Sasheen Littlefeather, which the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences describes as a very special program of conversation, reflection, healing, and celebration. Uh, it'll be held September 17th at the Academy Museum in Los Angeles. And is hosted by her boyfriend, Zach Braff. Uh, she received a private apology letter in June from the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. I remember this. She was. Uh, she got up. Um, it, it was it, only one minute. It yeah. was 60 seconds. Uh, it was very quick. Um, it was like the year that um, uh, George C. Scott won for Patton, and he didn't accept, or I don't know if he sent somebody else up in his stead. Brando sent her, yeah. and it was kind of quick. Off to the side of the stage, though, there was apparently, there were people ready to charge the stage and grab her. Yeah, yeah. The, um, John Wayne. Right. Apparently. What the hell is this? They had to hold, apparently, they had to hold him back. Yeah. Uh, Little Feather. There was also a tray of Swedish meatballs across the street. <laughs> oh. I love those. <laughs> They're little <laughs> balls of delight. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the Duke was all. Yeah. They missed, yeah. misread Fired him. Fired up yeah. about. Each one has a toothpick. Wow. Uh, Little Feather, who is now 75, told the Hollywood Reporter that she was stunned to receive the formal apology. She said, I never thought I'd live to see the day that I would be hearing this, experiencing this. When I was at the podium in 1973, I stood there alone. Uh, she became the first Native American woman to speak on stage at the Oscars. Um, and she had, uh, her message was met with loud boos as well as applause. In an interview with The Guardian last year, uh, she recalled that John Wayne was in the wings during her speech and tried to forcibly take her off stage. Swedish meatballs! She said he had to be restrained by six security men to prevent him from doing so. 
1973 Oscars were held during the American Indian Movement's two-month occupation of Wounded Knee in South Dakota, which Brando referenced in the speech that uh, was delivered. And in the years since, Little Feather said that she's been discriminated against and personally attacked for her brief appearance. So this is cool that they're doing that. And I she was originally really cast nice. as the Godfather. A lot of people don't realize this. Yeah, no idea. Oh. Uh, let's see. Snoop Dogg has released a new cereal brand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's called Snoop Loops. I love it. Okay, that's Snoop great. Loops. Yep. That's great. The cereal will be available at grocery stores and will fall under his broadest food business. Master P had released the first announcement about the new cereal venture on Instagram. Uh, he released a reel that showcased the Snoop Loops box and wrote about the new cereal in the caption. So Snoop is in this uh, Netflix movie called Day Shift with Jamie Foxx, mm-hmm. and it's a uh, it's a comedy vampire movie. And uh, it's it's funny if you think of where he came from and where he is now with Snoop Loops. <laughs> it's been a quite a course trajectory. According to the Snoop Loops website, every time a Broadus Foods product is bought, the money is used to support charities like Door for a Door of Hope. Uh, huh. Master P released his own cereal in 2021 called Master Crunch Cereal, <laughs> where a portion of the proceeds went to Team. Ho- the Team Hope Foundation. I think uh, you can't get Snoop's album on iTunes now. Why not? I don't, I don't know why. I was because uh, I was trying to. My son listens to, to a bunch of rap, and I was trying to like school him on like old school stuff. Right, right. I tried to find Doggy Style, and also no, it might have been it might have been uh, Doctor Dre's "The Chronic" is not on iTunes. You know, it's funny you, you, should, you mentioned that because it was. I don't know if it's a repeat, a Jeopardy repeat, but they had um, it had to be because it was like the. Uh, Collegiate championship. Yeah. <clears throat> and they were going through older rap artists. And the the younger college players, Preston, had no idea oh, yeah? who these people were. Yeah, oh. yeah. It was kind of wild to see it. Well, I'm I'm happy because I turn I listen, I go, you have to listen to this song because right. this is kind of like what really got it all started. And it was Rapper's Delight. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? He freaking loves it. Oh, there you he go. He loves it. Yeah, he listens to it all the time. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Uh, so, let me see what else I have here for you. On Tuesday, Chris Jenner wished Jennifer Lawrence a happy 37th birthday via her Instagram stories. Well, you know, Jennifer Lawrence is a massive Kardashian fan. Yeah, she she never misses it. The girl's crazy about it. Yeah. So, is that the only connection? Like, what's the... That's basically it. Oh, okay. Has uh, Jennifer Lawrence ever been invited into the uh, I think she, they've done, she, maybe they did one of those uh, where the family sits down and talks. Okay. Uh, yeah. But okay. never actually never. invited to come up into the In the sphere. No, not as of yet, but the plans are in the works. We will take her around the rings of Saturn for her birthday next year. <laughs> for those who, who don't know... Uh, Caitlyn Jenner has a uh, a spacecraft. It's called the Jenner Sphere. Right. If you saw the movie Silent Running years ago, it looks very similar there. Silent Running? Yes, biodomes and uh, all sorts of different environments. Oh, I was thinking of Cool Runnings, the bobsled movie. <laughs> no, that was a, that was a Jamaican bobsled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, John Candy. Right. Yeah, okay. But very similar. What yeah. was Silent Running? I don't remember. To, uh, with uh, Bruce Dern. Where okay. he is, uh, the la- he's on this ship with these little robots, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Okay. Do you remember it? No. I'll send it to you on Amazon Prime. Thank you, Caitlin. I appreciate that. Uh, the Kardashian star shared a photo of the pair, the pair together and wrote, Happy birthday to my beautiful girl, Jennifer Lawrence. Amazing, you go, girl. Amazing mommy, wife, and girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I love you so much. Lawrence gave birth to her first child in February. By the so. way, fun fact, my vagina is a trash compactor. Okay. Wow. No way. Oh. 
That's the kind of technology we have aboard the Genosphere. A trash compactor. <laughs> there it goes right now. It's crushing an engine block. <laughs> and then you shoot it out the By airline? By the way, I got lost in a loop yesterday, Preston. Yep. Have you ever seen one of those real crushing... I don't know what the hell. I guess it is just a basically a, a, a an, um, an industrial compressor. It's got basic, basically the teeth that just will grind anything, and yes. they literally put a full engine in it from a car, mm-hmm. and it crushed it and shredded it. It was unbelievable. I saw. I watched a. I can't believe we're, we're going off on the <laughs> subject. I watched a. Uh, I don't know. It was like an. Uh, a show and it was called the sharpest things in the world. Oh, I'd be right. I'd be there for that. And, and they showed an, an industrial shredder yeah. as, as one of them, uh, and it was incredible what they could throw in there. Like they would throw an entire couch, yes. and it would just eat it. Something you like, think like quickly, just just rip it to absolute pieces in moments. What amazes to me, what amazes to me, what amazes me is when it appears to have nothing to. Catch, catch on to, yeah, and it, it still manages to do it. Yeah. All right, we move on with more celebrity stuff. Cash Wait. for she. Uh, according to TMZ, Aaron Rodgers uh, is a big fan of Nicolas Cage, and on Tuesday, the quarterback showed off a bust he had of Cage in his locker. Really? This comes just weeks after he arrived at training camp dressed as Cage's character from Con Air. Uh, Rodgers, <laughs> oh, he, told, he told reporters, it's Nick Cage. Uh, and he added that he doesn't know. Somebody sent it to him. He doesn't know who sent it to him, so he put it in his locker. Okay. So. I, I'm a huge fan of, of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I, he might be, outside of any Eagles player, he might be my favorite player in the NFL. Okay. Well, maybe you can have a bust of him Yes, here. that's what I'm going to do. Did you see the massive weight of unbearable talent? The, uh, no. uh, the, uh, did you? I did. Is I loved great? it. Oh. I thought it was so much fun. He is playing, Nick Cage is playing a version of Nick Cage. Um, but they, they have, they, uh, run the scene from Con Air Preston in the beginning of the movie. Uh, and, and he has fun with being who he is. Okay. Uh, so Deadline Report said Air Force One director Wolfgang Peterson passed away oh. on Friday. And obviously more than just Air Force One. He's, uh, you know, Das Boot. Which is Perfect Storm. Fantastic. In the, in the Line of Fire. Yeah. Uh, Shattered Troy, Poseidon, a lot of great movies. He was 81 years old. He had pancreatic cancer. His wife of 50 years, Maria, was uh, holding him when he passed. Uh, Diane Lane remembered uh, Peterson in a statement saying, My heart is sad today. Wolfgang was a big, loving soul, a natural leader via positive encouragement. Dare I say he was a spiritual channel for us, grounding truly big stories to move us all through the heights and depths. Literally just being near him made me a better actor. My sincere condolences and love to his family. Uh, I'm a big fan. Not everyone loves the movie The uh, Perfect Storm, but I I love it. Um, But uh, Das Boot, the original, you know, version with the... In German with the subtitles was shot. Actually, they shot it in a claustrophobic submarine press and they didn't have the pull away walls. They kept it mm-hmm. confined and yeah. it really reads on screen. It's pretty amazing. 81 years old. All right. Uh, let's see. We have time for a couple more quick things. Uh, let's go with this one. Lionsgate and Twisted Pictures have set a date to return to the world of Saw. An untitled installment will arrive in theaters October 27th of next year with veteran Saw filmmaker Kevin Grutert directing. Now, I know we've asked this before, but did you see Saw? <laughs> I saw Saw, but I didn't see Saw 2. You didn't see Saw 2? I don't think so. Now, I stopped, and, and I, I get the appeal. It's cool. It just wasn't my thing. So it's uh, it's visceral. Yeah. You know, it's gore horror. It's, um, but... Um, 
the first one was really inventive, really well done, and then they created the myth, and it's okay. I just it was never the subsequent movies were never Did that you watch engaging to me. The first three. So did I you see any of I them? Say, I think I saw the first you one. Saw Saw? And the, I did see Saw. The first Saw. <laughs> uh, so it dates back to 2004 and launched the career director James Wan and uh, writer star Lee Wanell. We had them both in the studio, I believe it was to promote Saw. Yeah. Yep. The franchise has uh, spanned nine films to date. Yeah. I didn't know it was that many, oh. including the 2021 Chris Rock. Uh, it's called Spiral, yeah. right? So he's I didn't see that he's a detective. Invest. It's coming in from the other side, and he's investigating. Mm. Um, you know the, that scenario. The next installment will be the tenth. By the way, they and, should do a musical version called Bandsaw. And uh, then one more thing, Steve: the Continental three episode series yeah. that takes place before the events of the John Wick films is coming to Peacock in twenty twenty three. So that's. Uh, the official place. In a press release, NBC announced that it has reached a multi-year deal for the Continental, which was originally set to premiere on Stars. Unlike the films, Continental won't center around Keanu Reeves as the titular assassin. It will instead explore the origin of the Continental Hotel, which serves as a sanctuary for the criminals throughout the John Wick franchise. To me, that's one of the absolutely most engaging aspects of the John Wick films. The Continental, the history of it, Winston... Uh, you know, the uh, the Italian counterpart, um, all that stuff is just great. The series is set in 1975 New York City and follows the younger version of Winston Scott, who will be played by Colin Waddell uh, as he tries to gain control of the Continental Hotel. And will also feature uh, Ayomide Edigan as a young Charon, a concierge at the Continental, with Peter Green taking on the role of young Charlie. Uh, the crime scene cleanup expert who makes an appearance in the first and second John Wick films. Mel who Gibson. Is Charlie? Is, <laughs> is this Charlie? <laughs> Be steak, Charlie? Uh, Mel Gibson will appear as an original character named Cormac. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, Cormac. What? Cormac. You're a pain in my ass! Sorry, Mel. Uh, the limited series will come out around the same time as the premiere of John Wick 4, which is hitting theaters on March 24th of 2023. Did you see Parabellum, the third the third movie? I, no, I'm, I'm kind of... Yeah. yeah, I'm kind of over it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I like John Wick, but it wasn't <laughs> enough to make me go, yeah, another one. Yeah. I know you guys loved it. Oh, my God. But it just wasn't my thing. No, no. it's not everybody's uh, yeah. deal. And I, I get that. I... I um, I completely buy into the world that they've built with the way things are going. And I love in, in, in number three, um, you know, there's a sequence where he's he's able to put his hand down on the step of the Continental. And the second he does that, he, he's on home base. He, yeah, he's yeah. on home base. You can't okay. do him. You can't kill him. It's very I cool. like no, and I, I like that. I like the 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 guy that that nobody can kill. I yeah. think you know, but I I prefer if I'm going to go that way, I'm more like the equalizer. Right. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. right. A similar, similar character. And I would love to see there, there's there's a. There's a bunch of of movies that feature a character similar to that, and it's fun to wonder to wonder who would win. Who would win? You know, and that is a constant against John Wick, and you know stuff like that. I don't want that fight to take place because I love them both. I so know, much. I know. I, I I love the the Equalizer is motivated more by um, uh, a sense of fairness. right and wrong and yeah. fairness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Wick became Wick is working in a in a bad world, so who he's visiting his. Wrath upon, they're all bad people to begin with. Yeah, you know? exactly, yeah. All right, so we're ready for clips now. 
She-Hulk, attorney at law. Revolves around Bruce Banner's cousin who gained superpowers after receiving blood transfusion from from her. For her? For, I, I think uh, cousin who gained superpowers after receiving a blood trans, transfusion from him. Yes. That's what I think is what That's it should what be. That's what it should say. Uh, here, Ginger Gonzaga speaks on her new experiences. Being in the Marvel world is a whole, you know, your imagination gets to run wild. You're in all these scenes with iconic characters and Tatiana Maslany. Yes. She's, you know, so she's, she's such an amazing natural actor and so fun and so professional and such. A, so it's very fun uh, to work with her and be in She-Hulk and be in the Marvel yeah! Actually, it was written properly. It says she gained superpowers after receiving blood transfusion from him. I don't know why I saw it differently. Because uh, the word here is right after him uh, and uh, we her. tend to read ahead. So, She-Hulk, Attorney at Law premieres today on Disney+. Plus. So, it's today. Oh, it is oh, I today. thought it was tomorrow. Yeah. No, okay. it's the 17th. No, it's today. Hey, it's hey, today. Hey, hey. Um, I loved wow. the comic series and there was a point in the comic series that was sort of a pivotal point where she broke the fourth wall a la Deadpool. Deadpool okay. And uh, and that became, so it became a lot more comedic. They're saying though that She-Hulk will be uh, part of the new Avengers. So That's cool. The, the new Avengers coalesce. I, I, hope part this, of it. I hope this doesn't suck. Well, what's happening is a lot of people are, are reacting uh, to the Marvel's embracing of humor. And like you were, you were pointing out the Thor, Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. And that it might have been a bit too much. Craig Lagans has said the same thing. Um, and uh, we'll see how it goes. I- I'm actually excited because I always thought the character was kind of fun and sexy and uh, yeah. amusing. All right. Here's the next clip. On the eve of her college graduation, Natalie's life diverges into parallel realities. One where she gets pregnancy. Huh? And one... I'm just reading this verbatim. <laughs> one where she gets... No. Pregnanny. Oh pregnanny. <laughs> and one where she follows her dreams in Look Both Ways. In this clip, Lily Reinhardt explains why she chose to act and executive produce this film. Here we go. I read the script uh, over two and a half years ago, and I honestly just thought it was so heartwarming. And I really loved how in both lives for this young woman, there was no right or wrong path. So I, I just thought, you know, this girl ends up being okay in both lives, and that was really sweet and like reassuring to me. Shut the f- up. Where do I know Lily Reinhardt from? From Riverdale. Okay, that's it. Betty, right? Yes. Okay. Lovely, lovely girl. Lovely girl, wonderful. And of course, there's Veronica and the rest of the cast. And this is the final season, I believe, of Riverdale. <laughs> Super hot. Getting rid of a lot of the CW shows. Uh, so, but she's in uh, Look Both Ways. She's in that, uh, Look Both Ways. That premieres on Netflix today. If yeah. You see that. She made a great case for not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> And that's what I have in your entertainment report this morning. All right, let's take a break. All right, gang, we'll come back in a moment. Don't forget, we have a secret text for it's a chance for you to check out this very cool prog rock show. It is uh, John Petrucci uh, featuring our buddy Mike Portnoy. Oh, my God. I think we ran back uh, one of our segments with him while we were on uh, Vegas. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Dave LaRue. Friday, October 14th, Keswick Theater. You can text the word secret to 39333. And uh, we hopefully will be giving you some tickets a little bit later on this morning. We also have an announcement that we're going to make around Bizarre File Time. Very cool stuff. So we'll come back in a moment. Stay with us on this Wednesday morning. What's new? Why do you ask? Hailstorm. Beat. 
Turnstile. New music, more of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WNMR. By the way, a little follow-up. A number of people did text in and said that uh, She-Hulk attorney at law is tomorrow, that our information was incorrect. All right. Well, that's the information you were given. Yeah, we'll pass that along, though. Um, Also, I want to mention this, too. Marissa handed me a note of uh, some things for you to check out on PrestonSteve.com right now. One of them is Kathy lip-syncing Belinda Carlisle. Yeah! Because it's Belinda's birthday today. This is How old do you think you were? Thirteen, yeah, yeah. twenty-four, thirteen years old, and she's singing. no. But we redid it before my parents sold the house. Is that the video, Morris? Oh no, it's the classic. Uh, okay, the classic. Yeah. Okay, uh, heaven is a place on earth. It's her singing into the brush. <laughs> yeah, look at you. Oh, you're so you're cute. Oh my god, Kath. My white jeans and my Keds and uh, pink socks that match my. Acid wash. Oh my uh, God. Just want to boil you up and Pink put you in a back of a van and drive it off a bridge. <laughs> uh, and also, is uh, the video is a flashback to when uh, we celebrated the Phillies and their ten thousand loss celebration, uh-huh. uh, and it, it, and we've reposted that in honor of their ten thousandth franchise win, which was last night, but fifteen years ago. We went to the art museum and we rolled 10,000 marbles down the art museum oh, steps. We wanted something to celebrate. And correct me if I'm wrong, but did the did Bill Weston get in trouble that day? Well, we sent him out. We sent Bill was down uh, there. And I, for some reason, I thought the police might have. I don't remember him getting in trouble. Uh, but uh, I'm listen, well, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm way off. Maybe he was tased that day. But yes. <laughs> Uh, and we were playing the clip from uh, Animal House all morning long. Yeah, I have ten thousand marbles, please. <laughs> you know, he he really liked that one. Like, Did he? All, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, which is kind of surprising because we got in trouble for soup. Yeah, but not ten thousand marbles. Uh, yeah, who knows? Uh, but anyhow, congrats to the Phillies. Ten thousand. It's excellent. Uh, franchise win. So sure. Uh, it only took them fifteen years to match their <laughs> loss record. I mean, come on. Yeah, come on. All right. Um, you know what? I have a number of things to talk about, and it's time to open up the store and let's see what we can find on the shelves of the general store. This in the morning. place, the odds dance, and there's a proprietor, Preston Elliott, waving yarn in. Uh, believe it or not, we have a uh, we have has his fly zipped. We have a <laughs> wait, who Preston? Yeah. Was it down again? <laughs> no, no. Oh, oh. No, when he's running the general store, he likes right. to expose right. his okay, penis. Okay, okay. Ah, that's what it is. Uh, we have a vacation uh, section and a travel section, and I thought I would throw this out there. American Airlines has agreed to purchase 20 supersonic overture planes from a company called Boom Supersonic. Huh. Boom, there it is. Oh, Boom, good. There more, it is. more planes that they can't uh, staff. Ah, but I'll tell you what, though. I love this. I used to love yeah. when I would uh, work when I worked at uh, WGRE in Garden City, New York. I would see the Concorde yeah. flying in, and ah, uh, that is a badass looking uh, jet. It was so cool; it would fly in. And I don't know if this will have that capability, but the front section, Kathy, the cockpit of the yeah. Uh, it would actually bend down up when they were landing. Oh, wow. Like so, yeah. It had to because they needed a certain shape of the aircraft. And when uh, that, that particular shape, the, the pilots oh, couldn't see, see the runway. Right. Um, oh. And so they, they would have this, this uh, nose section that could angle down in order for them to be able to see the runway on the approach. Wait, so was there a wheel on it, or did it not touch the ground? That uh, I, no, I don't think that part had the uh, had the gear on it. Okay. It was further back. But yeah, it would angle down so that they could actually see the runway on the way in. My oh. father flew it uh, a couple of times and said uh, uh, the first time he flew it, I think it was part of their 
their big rollout. My father was constantly, he was a businessman, you know, and he was flying all over the place constantly. And uh, on one of the first runs, um, they're all sitting there and they had a speed indicator up in front yep. of them. Yeah. It was very cool. I remember our, our old boss, John Fulham, got to fly on that yeah. and said it was pretty cool. And it really does. It cuts the travel time way down. Uh, if you're flying New York to Paris, I think it's somewhere in the range of like three hours. Yes. What? Yeah. 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 I mean, that's it's crazy. pretty amazing. <clears throat> so this deal is the second firm order in the last two years for Boom. Uh, still years from building its first commercial airplane. United Airlines made a commitment last year to buy 15 uh, overture jets. Uh, and according to the Boom CEO, Blake Scholl, he said uh, passengers want flights that are faster, yep. more convenient, more sustainable. Uh, and that's what Overture delivers. Flight times can ta- be as little as half of what we have today. We have audio of one of those Boom aircraft breaking the sound barrier. Press. Okay. Kaboomba! Wow. So intense. What an amazing sound it makes. Yeah. Uh, and he said, and that works great in networks like America where you can fly from Miami to London in less than five hours. Now, if you remember, though, yes, to fly on the Concorde was insanely expensive. Oh, yeah. It was. It was very, very That's expensive. That's how my dad was able to do it. It was business expenses. Yep. Um, do they believe it will be the same for these? Uh, I'm, I'm guessing so, but yeah. I, I haven't seen anything about that. So the big question, and the reason why they discontinued those, uh, the SSTs, um, was the sonic boom, was the um, that, that whole issue of... Oh, really? Uh, that, that was my understanding. Oh, I because, because, because they I were didn't crashing. Th- I didn't think that they would reach those speeds until, you know... They Out got, over the ocean. Yeah, That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. I, you know, and, I, and, and I never quite understood that. They're talking about, obviously, these aircraft that will sort of um, bounce off... That'll a suborbital kind of skim the atmosphere, uh, right? Right, mm-hmm. and then that's going to be part of the deal. I don't know. I just they look cool. I yeah. love them. Well, yeah. how fast are these ones going to go? A million miles a second. Uh, no, they're they're going to go uh, go about uh, Mach one point seven. Yeah, <laughs> knew it. I didn't. I didn't know it. I should have say known Mach it when I said Mach one point seven or one thousand three hundred five miles an hour. Uh, which will dra- yeah. dramatically uh, cut the transatlantic and trans-Pacific flight times. I have broken the sound barrier. Uh, you, you did too, didn't I you? Did. Yeah. You the last Mexican meal. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I did it in a Blue Angels uh, media flight, and Casey did it with the Air National Guard. I did. You and an are F-16. you sixteen? They tell you you're you're unaware of it you when you're in the. You yeah. can't tell it's unless just, they crack the window. Yeah. Right. Uh, but. <laughs> no. No, they were just reading off the uh, the mock numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and I remember asking the pilot. Uh, I said, you know, because we were over the water and there was a boat down below. And I go, did they hear that down there? He goes, yeah, they heard it. So, they, so there cool. would there would have been a boom. Yeah, there's yeah. a great scene in the right stuff when uh, Chuck yeah. Yeager breaks the sound barrier, and they're sure that the aircraft has blown up. Yep, yep. Uh, but it hasn't because they uh, weren't familiar with that. They'd never heard it that yeah. phenomenon before. Right. Yeah. So people on the ground heard it, but you couldn't hear anything. Like to you, it was yeah, nothing. no, it's, okay. they heard nothing at all. Why is there a sonic boom? Uh, would it? Look up. Listen, I've I've read the look the up sci- boom. Why the scientific description, <laughs> and I don't fully understand it. Okay, yeah. but let's just it has say, to do with space demons. There is. Okay. Sometimes you just have to accept it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Shut up. It's like when you talk to a kid. I don't shut know. Up. Yeah, it's, shut it's up. Just, it just is. You know what? A good so here here's a and and if I'm and gun enthusiast, if I get this wrong, please I apologize. But when you use a a suppressor, yeah, um, part of that has to do with the the velocity of the projectile coming out of the the gun 
Um, and a lot of that bang, a lot of that big noise is from the sound barrier being broken. I think that's, I think you're right. I yeah. think you're in the ballpark. And so that that's why <clears throat> some caliber guns uh, will be louder than others simply because of the velocity. And it also has to do with the load, what they're, you know, how much powder oh, is in it. It's all about the load. It's all about the load. I, uh, I uh, was shooting a Glock with a suppressor at King Shooters and King of Prussia. And Preston, it was so wild because it was, now it's not like in the movies where it's not like, at all. It's, like, it's still loud. It, it, yeah, but. In like a crowd or outside with ambient noise, you might go, well, what was that? Yeah, As opposed to absolutely knowing you were hearing a gunshot. But it's definitely not <clears> the <throat> right that they do in the movies. I will, not anywhere I'll near tell you it. this too, though, because it is suppressed the noise. The ability to be more accurate increases, at least it did for me, tenfold. Like I was saying, because I, you, no matter how good you are and how many times you fired a gun, you're pre- anticipating that loud noise. And it just uh, it mitigates that. So okay, for me, so it a suppressor doesn't do what I said at all. It uh, it allows the propellant gas from a fired cartridge to escape at a lower velocity, which reduces the noise. There you go. You were completely right. There's still the matter of the <laughs> ballistic crack, though, that the sonic <clears throat> boom a bullet makes as a as it breaks the sound barrier. Sonic boom. Sonic boom. Yeah. All right. Anyhow, uh, American Airlines is going to buy <laughs> these. <laughs> <laughs> They're buying more planes even though there's a pilot shortage. Yes. Well, this is like they're not going to have these for years. They're going to have robots it flying them. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. They're going to have Roombas flying them. They're not going to roll out the first models until 2025. And the Yoga, first, fire. First flight 2026. So I don't want to talk about suppressors. All right. No, so I'll stop it. For your Why did you even bring it up, Kathy? I don't know. But somebody also said that when you when you crack a whip, that does break the sound barrier, right. too. I have heard that that oh, is really? the case as well, yes. But not when you crack a fart. No. no. That's much slower. Yeah. But it's warmer. Yeah. And a little different. And funnier. All right, let me find out. Uh, we're going to stay in the travel section and stay with flights for a moment. The rash of flight cancellations and delays nationwide have been exacerbated by the difficulties of flying to and from Florida. Right. According to a report. <sighs> They're blaming Florida? About Yes, and yeah. why not? <laughs> About a third of all flights from every major airline cross Florida airspace, but pilots are at the mercy of elements beyond their control, from volatile weather to air traffic that is routinely crowded with military jets and rocket launches. What about Palmetto bugs? To uh, airline officials. Yeah, those are terrible. Uh, staffing shortages at airports and airlines have also hampered the industry following the lifting of pandemic-related lockdown measures. Altogether, it creates a perfect storm of travel chaos that has left flyers frustrated. Uh, it's been a cluster and a half, according to Andrew Levy, the CEO of startup uh, Avello Airlines, or is it Avilo? So, um, Florida is a is a, a, a go-to location, obviously, yes. when the weather was inclement. That's, that's why... When I flew to see my father, despite all of the the news about how horrible it is to travel, I knew because I was traveling to a major hub, Dallas-Fort Worth, that I should be pretty good, and I was. But when you're flying to, they say the real devil is in the connecting flights, that that's where you're more likely to encounter a nightmare if you're flying these days. Oh, I'll bet. I bet it's really bad. Yeah, yeah I think Nick's was connecting uh, when he went out yeah. to. Yeah, right. Okay. Coming back here though from uh, Florida when we were on vacation, I had I had uh, a canceled flight. Yeah, you it, did. Was, it was a direct flight, but it was just flat out canceled. I never did find out why. Well, and a, a lot of the flights. Uh, wait, did you get refunded for it? Uh, no, they just put me on an, a standby on another so you, flight, and I got right on. So you can get a refund for it. If what? You, yeah. 
So and and it's it's probably not um, too long past it that you can you can request it. I'll show you how to do it. Oh please, oh, yeah. Thank you. And then they're not going to tell you that. But by the way, everyone, you're entitled to a full refund. Wow. Okay, <laughs> that's good to know. Uh, so Florida is one of the most popular vacation destinations in the country, but its airports appear to be having difficulty handling volume of incoming passengers. And it's a big part of why you're seeing delays. Only Newark Airport in New Jersey, which ranked first in lowest percentage of on-time arrivals. Uh, beat so out first the, at being the worst? Yeah, uh, beat out the Florida oh. hubs. Well, f- uh, Newark is a big yeah. vacation destination. Yeah. No, people love the, <laughs> so the, nice the beaches oh, and, yeah. The, yeah, and just to unwind. Oh, smokestacks. It's a yeah. terrible airport. Yep. Right by all that the chemical sewage. Yeah. All right, let me see what else we got here. Let's go to somewhere else in the store. What is up, everybody? <laughs> This is pretty cool. The Food and Drug Administration yesterday moved to make hearing aids cheaper and easier to buy over the counter without a prescription or medical exam. Which, <laughs> see, Mel needs one. Which is a long-awaited goal for nearly 30 million consumers. My father um, showed me his, he bought these hearing aids that are, you can't even tell that they're in there. Yeah. He, um, you can listen to music and um you know, Bluetooth it into yep. the TV, all that yep. stuff. You know, directly mean, to your phone. Right. And the sound is, uh, he says, is tremendous. He says, obviously, it'll be a, a touch tinnier because yeah, you're not right. getting a, a bottom response. He only uses them in certain situations where there's ambient noise that's distracting him. Yeah. But um, they were very cool. It is inevitable that I will need them. I've had, uh, I have some hearing loss. I have tinnitus. I have, you know, I've, I've done damage. And and it will, there will come a day where I, right. I will absolutely need them. You're I not going to get one of those large metallic horns. What you say? It'd be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I will. And, and to be honest, I should have them fairly soon. But yeah. um, this is really cool. This, uh, this will create a new category of hearing aids that is super proceed state-level regulations requiring, requiring patients to visit physicians or audiologists to get prescriptions and fittings. Yeah. Uh, the devices will be available for individual eight, individuals 18 and older with mild to moderate hearing loss at pharmacies, stores, and online. May I ask you something here? Mm-hmm. I know you're going to say yes. With the tinnitus. Yes. I would think that there would be something within these hearing aids, like maybe a generated white noise or something that might that be the key to mitigating it. Yeah, they, they have some things Kathy told me that. from what I Did understand. And in fact, there was a study that came out, somebody sent it to me about the surprising amount of people. It's like 90 some odd million people in America have tinnitus or something along those lines. Yeah, you know what's crazy though is that you can, so, so insurance will cover the hearing aid for you if you can't hear, but they won't cover typically, they won't cover protection to avoid it. So oh, like really? They, so so, so they won't like ear condoms. They won't. Um, no, but no, like, like you know, earplugs. Like, earplugs, yeah, like they yeah. would wear to concerts That's and stuff so like stupid. that. That's stupid. Yeah, they won't. So if it's preventative, they're not going to cover it that until you makes, have a problem. That yeah. makes no sense. Um, Preston, your father-in-law has hearing aids, right? Uh, Butch. Yes. Okay. Uh, he has a was, cochlear implant. Is that what's going on? Okay, because I was talking to him uh, Pepsi <laughs> at uh, at your house and. I mean, I was having a full-on, what I thought was a conversation. He didn't hear a word I was saying. And I was thinking, yeah. I heard every word. I was just bored out of my mind. <laughs> yes. That's what I was thinking. That was what I was, com- that's what I came away with. I do not care about flying squirrels. 
Preston, does he have, like, can you see it? Is it on the yeah, back of his it's ear? It's a magnet. It, mm-hmm. It's on his head. Does he have one or two? He's got one. So, but the problem is, so so Butch had, uh, he, he's a veteran and uh, he worked, he was a mechanic. He worked on jet engines and oh, things like that. There you go. Mm-hmm. So there you go. And so the uh, the VA has has covered the cost for it, which is very, very expensive. It's, you know, it's hundreds of thousands of dollars to get one of those. Wow. But what they have to do, what they had to do is they had to, he had he had very little hearing, but they had to take it all away. Mm-hmm. Essentially, have him go deaf in this one ear, and then hook this implant oh, up wow. to him. So it's just one ear that's bad. But now he's having trouble with that. So, really? So with what the implant? With, with the implant, and it's not working well. And it used to be mm-hmm. great; like you could he he heard wonderfully. But now it's like Casey was saying. He, he it's back to the old. You got to you got to talk really loud when you speak to him. But I was thinking, Steve, that's where I was going with that. Like I would love to just you know have these things over my ears, so it looks like I'm wearing hearing, and that way I can just sort of like right, tune yeah. out whoever tune I feel out, like yeah. tuning. I'm sorry, well, I'm I, I'm like, I can't hear my, you. My hearing aids weren't on. But, you will not shut up about feeding deer pretzels, <laughs> Preston. Jay. Oh, that was oh great. my god. <laughs> we're just missing Nick. Oh, I hope we recorded that. Oh, that was the best. No, uh, I go first. Ladies first. I almost, I forget what I was going to say. I remember what I was going to say. Oh, I do. Did you see the movie this Sound of Metal? This is why I turned off my hearing aid. Did you see the movie Sound of Metal with Riz Ahmed? Uh, no, he plays I heard drummer. it's fantastic. It yeah. is, but he ends up getting uh, the implants, the cochlear implants, and they're not what you think they are. Like, it's, I mean, they're suppositories. Can, they're, no, they're not. <laughs> they go in through your butt. Yeah. I don't you hear that? that? <laughs> no, it's, it's, I mean, it is a miracle what they can do, but yeah. the what? quality of what you are hearing is terrible. Well, it's that uh, so you are hearing. I have a friend that, that has one. Um, she's deaf and both ears, and but she only got one. They're not one. cosmetic. No, she only got one, though, because, and that's why I asked you if it was um, like the magnet on the back of the ear, if there was, she yeah. doesn't want to have it. On the other side, like she's worried because she's like, I can't wear my hair in a ponytail. You can see them. Like she's huh. worried about the look of it. But I mean, when she turns it off, she said when she goes to sleep, like she hears absolutely nothing. She has to put her cell phone on uh, vibrate to, okay. you know, to wake her up. Uh, she has to put an alarm or whatever. But you, she, you know what, Kathy, though, I, I, with all of the people I see walking around with earbuds and standard everyone, every other person has some sort of device hanging out of their ears. Um, I know this, this seems rather well and like when I was having the conversation with her like I kind of you know I felt for her because yeah. you know for her that was something that she didn't want to put another sure. you know big thing on the right. back of her ear and you know I kind of understand it but she lost her hearing when she was 19 and um, this you know has helped her the one has helped her that's I, great I was you know saying just you know don't worry about it go get the other one but for you know for her she you know it's always a, a, a tearjerker and in a good way is when they have like a kid who's never heard and they oh, oh, uh, yeah, they the video. put on yes ah uh, yeah it's uh it's wonderful to see that and they hear it for the first time it's amazing oh, i mean and what would it you have a sense that you did not have before suddenly yeah. what the, introduced I can't imagine yeah. what that would be like right yeah uh hang on real quick uh let me go to josh hey josh good morning hey good guys what's up my man so yeah, I'm. I mine's a little interesting. I lost it. Well, I found out I was losing it in the army, but wasn't exactly because of the army. So they're not paying for anything. But I'm in the uh, the 3M hearing plug lawsuit thing. But long story short, mine were three thousand a piece. I have two, and they're. I mean, they're the top of the line that I could get. Yeah, and it's still just not. I mean, it helps like in a classroom or in a meeting, 
but in a restaurant, yeah. all it does is amplify ambient sound. Yeah. So mm. Hearing the fan louder or anything like that. Oh, wow. If these over-the-counter hearing aids can negate that or even just make it cheaper, mm. this is like, I mean, I'm sort of a little ticked off from it, but... <laughs> Well, a couple of things, Josh. Uh, yeah, my my dad's hearing aids actually do that. They do cut through um, uh, ambient noise to highlight, for example, even with watching TV or whatever, mm-hmm. um, to to focus in on 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 the, the the spoken word or however it's isolating it. I don't know, but it, it's effective. And my father says it's effective. Now, you you mentioned that that um, that uh, earplug uh, is that a class action lawsuit? You guys familiar with this? That these. They'd given service, I guess, servicemen and women uh, these ear plugs that were supposed to protect their ears, and they didn't. Is that what happened with you, Josh? Yeah, so it was between, I forget the years that it was between, but they issued these ear plugs Mm. from 3M, and um, eventually they found out they weren't effective. And, I mean, that's pretty much what happened to me. Mm. But, like I said, my my situation's a little different, so the VA's not covering anything okay but um the lawsuit is looking into that and i mean i know of some guys who have gotten i mean not like millions of dollars but they're getting significant payouts enough that you know it could definitely cover the cost of a set of hearing aids okay, okay. well i hope it all works out for Good you Good luck josh thank yeah. you appreciate yes. it uh so this is supposed to this uh uh the fact that uh, people will be able to buy them over the counter now without a prescription I suspect to significantly benefit older adults, individuals who are most likely to experience hearing loss and to be on a fixed income, as well those in uh, those in uh, poor and rural communities that have fewer audiologists. So it's a good thing. How's your mother's hearing? Uh, it's it's she, she wears hearing aids, yeah. so it's kind of it's it's bad if she's not wearing them, but she's not where you have to really. Speak like this yeah. and talk, you know, so. How's it going? How's it going here? Your son's very talented. <laughs> Bring Bill along. Um, yeah, they, they sell those phones that you see that are the uh, real-time translator phones with the large screens. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and I think you can get those for free if, you have, uh, if you're at a certain age with hearing issues. Okay. We have to wrap it up. What? We're, 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 we're oh, go Fox. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. It's Wednesday. We got to do Fox today. I'm sorry. We're closing early today, folks. But it's I do time to wrap it up. Appreciate you stopping by this morning. Take your shoes off. The general <laughs> store. All right. Take your top off. Let's, uh, please take your top off. <laughs> uh, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, not only will we go on uh, Fox Good Date live on TV, but we'll do the Bizarre File, and we have an announcement yes. to make of something you want to save the date for. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Ever wondered where to get the latest MMR gear? Maybe you should pay attention to these promos we work so hard on. <laughs> I said, uh, never mind. Why, it's the MMR Rock Shop, of course, at WMMR.com. It's quite the upgrade from when we were selling stuff out of the trunk of that rusted-out 75 Chevy Nova. So log on and shop to your little heart's content. Tennis shots no longer required. From 93.3 WMMR. All the merch that rocks. Ever wondered where to get the latest MMR gear? Maybe you should pay attention to these promos we work so hard on. <laughs> I said, uh, never mind. Why, it's the MMR Rock Shop, of course, at WMMR.com. It's quite the upgrade from when we were selling stuff out of the trunk of that rusted-out 75 Chevy Nova. So log on and shop to your little heart's content. Tennis shots no longer required. From 93.3 WMMR. All the merch that rocks.
We're going live on Fox Good Day in about 10 seconds. So just jump in here real quick and get ourselves set for that. Any moment now, we'll be hearing the sounds from the studio. And you can see us live on Fox Good Day. And then we'll do what else we do in a moment. Here we go. 7.56. We're taking a look at King of Prussia Mall. Here. I will be there later on today. Morgan's Brooklyn Barbecue. If you haven't been there yet, I actually think you can see That's right there. Next. That is my, are you kidding me? Great bar. You've been there as yeah, well, John, our floor yeah. director? I've had it here when they come to the station. It's good. They know my number. They're like you again. We'll have it waiting for you. I bet they do. And that's not a bad to. problem to have. Not at all. 737. <laughs> Let's get to Preston and Steve. Because, hey. Hey. <laughs> Morning. Hey, guys. Speaking apparently, yes, there are certain scents that help put men in the mood. And, you know, I was thinking, oh, it'd be like, you know, certain perfumes. Mm -hmm. No. <laughs> apparently, it's certain food scents. Like, Pumpkin pie, black licorice, popcorn, donuts, peppermint candy, cheese pizza. I mean, it's all food. What is going on? Oh, Why God. Is food? Oh, Press is getting turned on. Sorry. Yeah. Hard courts to licorice. <laughs> um, wait a minute. Food I... and, and being stimulated? Mm-mm-mm. Mm. No. I don't think so. No? no. I, uh, well, you get stimulated to want to eat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I've never said... Oh, you smell that? We got to go to an orgy. Uh, it, 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 yeah, it doesn't have that effect. I, I mean, there are certain, there are other scents, but I, I don't want to mention them. But but there there. Uh, oh? What what are you? Any has any food ever done that to you, Preston? Not that I can think of. That uh, that that really got me turned on or uh, interested in someone. I like um, a perfume. Like yeah. a, there's certain perfumes that I like. I, I my uh, my wife always has a very clean smell that I find very. Um, hmm. I like I like okay. that, that sort of hygienic, like fresh, a linen or little, rose or stuff like that. Not a what not a, not a t bone. What's that? Is there a scent that turns her on? Like maybe after you barbecue, you light the grill, you smell a little smoky. Well, well, oh, my wife would vomit on me. Yeah. Right. Hey, she, <laughs> in fact, she did one time. Did she? Yeah, we were at yeah. the camp out for hunger, and we had been standing around this as in the early days oh, yeah. when we would burn wood in, in a barrel to stay warm. And I came home for, after being there for a week, and my wife was pregnant at the time. I walk in, I gave her a hug, and she leaned over and puked on the carpet. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Well, that, yeah, that doesn't help with the bedroom. Welcome she'll, home. She'll do anything to get out of. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what smells work on you? Alex, what what man would you consider a manly smell that turns you on? I don't know, but I, I will say, Mike, when he's in the studio, a lot of people react to he wears Prada black, ah. and women seem to love that. Okay. Ah. All right. They're always like, "What is that?" I'm mm. like, "Oh, okay." But, but not uh, like, "Ooh, are you wearing pork chop?" You know? <laughs> mm. I mean, uh, yeah. No, no. Now, chocolate is on this list. What about chocolate? Uh, I. No, I just don't marry the two no. things at all. No, I mean, no, chocolate no. smells great. It's yeah. wonderful, but I, I can't. And Steve, you love popcorn. That's one of your all-time favorite things. Love it. But does it turn you on? I just it, no. I'm not like I got to go take a cold shower. No, uh, Kathy, does anything like that work for you? I can't think of anything. No, Kathy's perpetually turned on, which is the problem. <laughs> yeah, it's just constant. She's in a hyper state of sexuality all the time. Uh, I'm well, calling this Kathy, bogus. What a, 
Kathy, what about like the scent maybe after a guy comes from the gym or kind of a manly? Oh, oh no. you, you don't know, you Kathy. Don't know Kathy. Yeah. Oh, trigger <laughs> word. No. 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 We need to sit down for anything a that involves sweat, <laughs> yeah, body oils, no. any of that. Nothing. Fresh out of the shower, sure. There you go. The, clean. Okay. Yeah. Clean yeah. is the turn on. Dipped in rubbing alcohol. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Smell of a, a hobo on a freight Why train. No. <laughs> well, we are just one big non-sexual crowd. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Take care. We'll see you later. Yeah, I don't know. I don't associate food and and uh, and uh, amorous activities. No, at all there together. are like I can see there are certain mild, like a musk, perhaps, or even uh, on a. Um, there, there are certain yeah. just lived-in scents that can sort of generate that response but no food does not do that to me no I, but more so like and i know you don't like perfumes and and, and colognes and things like that but there are where yeah, oh, yeah. like ooh, you smell nice ooh. you know you made a joke hey, you but i do love the smell of rubbing alcohol really yeah okay yeah benzodyne <laughs> hydrogen peroxide yeah. clorox lysol when i oh man when i come home and um my cleaning ladies have been at the house i'm like oh <gasps> Like I can, I can smell it. I can smell the <laughs> We've talked about this before, like the weird things that you love, the smell of, like yeah. gasoline. I love the smell of like pool supply stores, like that. that you mentioned, like, yeah, I'm with that you. plastic. I, it has a clean smell to mm-hmm. it, or at least it suggests clean. I like the smell of a two-stroke engine. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Mm. Something about that. I love hey. the smell of of burnt gunpowder. <laughs> I don't know why. Or caps. Yeah, with, like uh, with, oh, yeah, like yeah, a cap like same, same thing, same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Case, when you walk to walk into an indoor pool, do you like that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah oh, I like God. that too. Yeah, this reminds you of summertime, being a kid. You know all that stuff. So. I need yeah. some D now. All right, <laughs> um, we have not looked at traffic, so why don't we do that now? And then, are we doing our announcement right away? Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you want to do that before? Or after? It looks like you got stuff loaded up here, so we can do that. Okay, cool. All right, let's take a look, Kathy. What's going on? We've got an accident in Pottstown, Route 100 northbound at 663 High Street. Uh, the left lane is blocked, so you're jammed back to 422, and it is pretty much crawling along here. You can pass by it, but the left lane uh, is closed. Schuylkill Expressway eastbound. Uh, that's heavy from the boulevard into University on the westbound side from South Street to Vera Avenue. Uh, that's because of an accident. Also slow from City out to Belmont. 95 southbound jams from Academy through to Cotman on the northbound side from Bridge to Cotman. Uh, we did have a couple of, we had an accident disabled vehicle in there on 95, uh, but it looks like that's been cleared. Blue Route southbound slowing actually both directions between the Media Bypass and 95 and then in New Jersey, 55 northbound. Jams north of Deptford to the 42 freeway, 206. Uh, both directions closed between Ridge Road and Retreat Road, and that's because of a fire. This traffic report brought to you by InvisibleFence.com. Invisible, Friends, in, Invisible Fence Brands exclusive containment technology helps keep pets secure at home for a limited time. Get $200 off your system. Schedule your free consultation at InvisibleFence.com. And, and that's your traffic, traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Jinx! Oh, oh, my God! Call me. <laughs> All three of us. That was Casey's idea. Um, so so we're going to make an announcement. Yes. Uh, and this is a this is a save the date announcement. Save the date. So that means take out your calendar, jot this right. down, and get yourself ready for it because we hmm. it's been a long time coming, and yeah. we are we are excited about this. <laughs> Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is the official announcement of the Preston and Steve Cardboard Classic. Yeah. 
2023. Now, something very new is happening. Now, you may have heard in the past that uh, we will not be having our cardboard classic at uh, Jack Frost any longer. They are under new ownership. Uh, the new owners are not interested in doing it. There is nothing we can do about it. So we, uh, you know, we apologize for that because we had a great thing running for a long time. It worked wonderfully, but for uh, reasons that be, we have to go somewhere else. So we're we're not gonna we're not gonna stop doing it. No, we can't go to Jack Frost. No, so we have a new location. It's just a smidge further out, but not much further. It's only like 20, 30 minutes further. Montage Mountain, yeah! Scranton, PA, is where we're headed to. Now, it also includes an event called Mountain Fest. It's going to coincide with this. All right, it's a big weekend at Montage, and it features two days of the Mountain Fest end-of-season concert. That will include on Friday. Now, by the way, the date, I didn't give you yes. the date. The date will be Friday, March 3rd. That's when we are having the Cardboard Classic at Montage Mountain in Scranton. Now, that night as well is a concert with Everclear. That's so cool. And that will be at 5 o'clock. So it's a fairly early concert that's taking place right after the Cardboard Classic. Hang out, have a couple drinks, whatever. Go get yourself changed and then come back for the show at 5 o'clock with Everclear. We just had Art and Company here in the studio a few weeks ago. Sounded great. And they were great. And then on Saturday, so so you have um, you have uh, Everclear on Friday, but then on Saturday, Fuel is headlining the show. Yep. And that uh, will be at 5 o'clock, and they have uh, other bands that are, other events that are taking place earlier in the day. Uh, they say, It says Pond Skimming kicks off at noon ski across the water in costume oh so here's the deal the montage folks just embrace this like crazy and our our the the weekend if you've always liked making a weekend of the cardboard classic well your game is just skipped up tenfold yep and later on that night uh there will be a fireworks show uh out on the snow as well which is pretty cool i love it now, also uh, joining Fuel, are, is this band going to be there, too? Yeah, they're over It doesn't there. say it on here. Yeah, 2.30. They're going on at 2.30. Oh. oh. Lit what? is opening the show on Saturday the 4th. So you got two days of concerts. You have the Cardboard Classic event taking place Friday. It happens in the morning while we're up, right after we get off the air. Everclear in concert that night. And then Saturday, lit at 2.30. Fuel headlines at 5 p.m. They do the pond skimming, and uh, the night ends with the fireworks show on the snow. That's awesome, man. I freaking love it. Whole new dimension to this whole thing. So tickets for Mountain Fest concerts are on sale now at uh, any lift ticket. By the way, for one of those days is valid for the concert entry. So if you get a lift ticket, you're good to go. Uh, Season pass holders get in free, and VIP packages are available. So we have the details up and running. WMMR.com. Just click on events for complete information. And if you're a new listener... To the Preston and Steve show. The Cardboard Classic is an event that we've been doing for 15 years yes, now. Yeah. And it's huge. Uh, people create and construct their own sleds out of cardboard, string, glue, paint. And we run them down the hill and we have a great time. And it's just a blast. And we give away some prizes for design and speed and stuff like that. You won't believe what you see. So it's easy to, to see what you're getting yourself into if you've never been to it by going to uh, PrestonandSteve.com or doing a quick search on YouTube for. Uh, President Steve's Cardboard Classic. Uh, it's an event unlike any other. I love that all of this additional stuff is being added on to it because it, it was, we wanted it to sort of evolve in a way, and this location will give us the opportunity to do that. 
so cool. Friday, March 3rd. Mark your calendar now. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic 2023 and Mountain Fest at Montage Mountain in Scranton. Yeah. We hope to see you there. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final. I brought you by... I sounded like Borat. <laughs> like a little capital city to brought, watch the ladies make a toilet. Brought you by... <laughs> To your Matt Robine tribute. I did not mean to do that at all. <laughs> your Matt Robine tribute. <clears throat> Brought to you by <laughs> Dry Tech Waterproofing Solutions. Uh, protect your home. It's got all man on it. <laughs> from water damage. Brought to you by. Cracks in your foundation and mold. With Dry Tech Waterproofing Solutions. Uh, President Steve listeners, you get 15% off when you mention our show. You can go to drytechcorp.com. All right. the bass. <laughs> uh, during an argument, at, I, I'm going to start with two fast food stories. All right. All right. Back to back. Uh, during an argument at Burger King, a Florida man threw a cheeseburger at his girlfriend with such force that the sandwich struck the back of her head. She fell over a curb and onto the ground and hurt herself. James Hunt and his girlfriend and cohabitant uh, argued on uh, Saturday afternoon about the victim not eating her food at okay. a Bur- Burger King in Clearwater. What is she, seven? Yeah. So he figured he'd throw it down her throat? The dispute turned violent. Cops say when the 53-year-old woman began to leave the restaurant, and that's when Hunt allegedly threw a cheeseburger at the victim, striking her in the back of the head. This action caused the victim to fall over a curb and onto the ground. The victim's chin and lip hit the pavement. Ugh. A result in an abrasion and a cut. And upon arriving at the Burger King, cops observed blood on the victim's shirt and shorts and cheese on her shirt and in her hair. Wow. Just for not finishing your burger? I I think this guy's an a-hole. A Burger King worker told cops that before Hunt walked away from the restaurant, he struck the victim in the head while she was on the ground. No, 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 no. While Hunt reportedly admitted to throwing the burger at the victim, he denied striking her while she was down. Also told police that he didn't think the cheeseburger strike would cause her to slip on the curb and fall to the ground. Uh, He's being held in the county jail on $15,000 bond. She should have got with his brother, Michael. I know. All right, now here's another fast food story. Antoine, and this is messed up, uh, Antoine Kendrick is being charged with second-degree murder... After a man was struck in the head in a fast food restaurant on July 26, he died on August 5th. So according to police, an altercation occurred involving a Wendy's employee and a customer. Officials said a customer complained about his food order when Kendrick, a Wendy's employee, came from behind the service counter and struck the customer in the head, caused the customer to fall to the floor, lose consciousness, and hit their head. And there you go. You killed, see the footage? Killed him. No, I did It's not. brutal. I mean, just a complete sucker punch. Uh, the customer, 67-year-old, was airlifted to the hospital where he was in critical condition until August 5th. Uh, Kendrick was arrested and booked under the charge of aggravated assault. A monkey at a zoo in California called police Saturday evening after it found the zoo's cell phone and somehow managed to dial 911. Yeah, hi. Can I speak to an officer, please? Uh, these, the San. Sorry, Luis I hit the button with my head. Bispo <laughs> County Sheriff's Office mm-hmm. said, oh, wait. It, said it received a nine one one call that disconnected, and when dispatchers attempted to call the number back, nobody picked up. Yeah, my tire swing disconnected, and I need some help reconnecting it. I mean, until then, I can just pleasure myself and throw turds at people, but uh, I'd really like to get that swing back up. I just love it, sir. That's not a real emergency. Yeah, in the monkey world, it is. Well, <laughs> yeah. Are you a monkey? Do you yeah. know? Yeah. 
You don't know. Okay. We'll we'll send an officer over right away. Yeah, thank you. Uh, deputies were then sent. <laughs> deputies were then sent to the cell phone's location to determine if assistance was required. They arrived at the address of the zoo, zoo to you offices, uh, but nobody there had made the call. It was then determined that the zoo's capuchin monkey named Root Root was uh, the likely caller. Uh, Root had apparently picked up. It's the... Root R R. R-O-O-T, not R-O-U-T-E. No, actually, it is R-O-U-T-E. Is it? Yes. Mm. Root had apparently... I'm with you, Root. They're spelling wrong. This is stupid, right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe, it's, maybe they pronounce it route there. Here, it, it's pronounced root. Yeah. But this mm-hmm. is in California. Where are you so. from? Are you from St. Louis? No. Well, yeah, yeah, but I live in Philadelphia. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And we say root. Say water. As opposed to... <laughs> <laughs> That's the test, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do we say root and route, though? I no, say root. It is strictly root. I yeah. was told that the moment I moved here. If you are doing a commercial, do yeah. not say route. Yeah. You will be yeah. you will be called out for being an outsider. You'll be castigated. Yes. But it is root. Okay. I'm just trying to think, like, I, I definitely say blue root. What about root one? Root one. Yep. Do I say root You, you say router. Uh, I say I do say router. I right. don't say route three. I don't say route. You definitely three. don't say route yeah. three. Yeah. You might say that you know a, a team was routed yeah. in a game, but but you don't say drive down that route. How about that? How about that? Uh, the mugging apparently just happened to push the right combination of numbers to call emergency services. All right, this is pretty funny. A Missouri pastor. And we might have audio of this. I know you requested it. Uh, Berated his poor congregation for not honoring him with a new expensive watch that he asked for a year ago while reportedly delivering a sermon about taking care of God's shepherd. Pastor Carlton Funderburk of Kansas City was caught calling his congregation poor, broke, busted, and disgusted. I mean, he tears into them. After they still hadn't bought him an expensive Movado watch, which ranges from $400 to $3,000, since he first asked for it last year. Do we have the audio or not? I'm looking for it. I don't... I'll read it. Don't worry about it. Uh, He said, I'm not worth your McDonald's money. (laughs) I'm not worth your Red Lobster money. He was asking the church at the Well Congregation... As he paced around on stage, he said, I ain't worth your St. John nits. Y'all can't afford it. No how. I ain't worth your Louis Vuitton. I ain't worth your Prada. I'm not worth your Gucci. And he went on to say that he was, uh, that he wanted his members to know what God is saying before becoming agitated, stating, Oh, you can buy a Mavada watch at Sam's Club. And you know, I asked for one last year. And here it is all the way in August. And I still ain't got it. He uh, uh, he didn't quite hear how that was presenting. And uh, when he saw the viral video, he realized, you look like an a-hole. He said, let me kick down the door and talk to my cheap sons and daughters. <laughs> Funderburg has since released an apology video. Yes, very, uh, very contrite. He said, the video clip does not reflect, quote, my heart or my sentiment toward God's people. Yet that's not discernible in the clip. He did not offer an explanation for his actions. He said, therefore, I offer this sincere apology to you today. And he's reading it from a a script. Right. So sincere. Someone else wrote it for him. (laughs) He said, no context could erase the words I used. I apologize to all the people that have been hurt or angered or any way damaged by my words. He further went on to apologize to his congregation for not showing him the respect or love and for all other pastors who will be scrutinized for his actions. 
Uh, for the, he said, for those uh, who know and love me, thank you for your support. For those who know me because of this video clip, I regret that your first impression of me is one of anger, hate, and resentment. By the way, I'll gladly accept a swatch. Yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll knock yeah. it down yeah, a, a yeah, tick yeah, or yeah. two and take whatever they can give you. All right. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. Secret text word. Today we have a chance for you to win uh, tickets to see uh, a very cool prog rock show. John Petrucci mm. is performing with uh, his old buddy Mike Portnoy and buddies, I should say, Dave LaRue as well. Friday, October 14th. That will be at the Keswick Theater. Tickets are on sale now via AXS.com. So text the word secret to 39333. We will see if you win by the end of the program. We're going to take a break. Be back in a moment. Stay with us. Did you know you could listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Now, football is back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2023 Eagle season tickets. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I want to mention something uh, real quick. It's sad news. Uh, my buddy Ernie Kirk from uh, Premier Martial Arts had reached out to me the other day uh, to let me know that a, a friend had passed away. Mm. Uh, he was uh, <clears throat> he was in my black belt class. Right, Aww. right, right. Uh, guy uh, Jerry Berkowitz. Uh, so sad to see this news. Uh, he was a sweetheart of a guy. Um, it was a, a much older than, than the rest of us, uh, but he was such an inspiration oh, man. Uh, to, to us training in martial arts because, you know, we're looking at Jerry working his ass yeah. off and, and, uh, and it was, it was so great to watch him there work. He was the type of guy who we'd get done with an hour class and then he would go over in the heavy bag and work out for another 15, oh 20 minutes. And uh, we called him. His nickname was the Bull. He was just oh, a, man. He was just like this freight train of a guy. I, and I loved. How, how old was he? Uh, I I don't know. Okay. I didn't. I didn't. I don't know his exact age. But uh, but he passed suddenly, and and uh, he was just such a great guy to be around. A wonderful smile, a sweetheart of a man. Um, although you didn't want to get hit by him, because <laughs> yeah. uh, he was a very strong yeah. guy. Uh, but I was so saddened to hear about that. There are services that are taking place today, but I just wanted to offer his family some comfort and peace and love and say that uh, Jerry uh, had such a positive impact on a lot of great people. So I just wanted to pass that along Sad. real quick. So, All right. Um, uh, on the other side of things, I do have uh, something I want to mention a little while back. I told you guys I get, you know, uh, when when prepping for the show, um, I, I do use some services that kind of uh, uh, aggre- <clears throat> aggregate things and, and um, send them over and I can sift through and see what's kind of interesting. And a lot of times I get these surveys that are just horrible. They're, they're just stupid, yeah. and they don't uh, they don't have rhyme or reason as to what the category is. Okay. Uh, so I started just kind of saving a few of them here and there. Because, yeah, well, the last time you whip this out, yeah. we actually had fun with it. We had some kind of fun with yeah, it. Yeah. So I've decided that we will do this again, and we are going to call this Survey Says. That's the name of it. Show us balls. <laughs> So here's here's a here's a stupid survey. Um, people were asked what type of brands do you remain loyal to since childhood. 
What uh, uh, type? Uh, okay. And I'll give you some examples, and then you can jump in and, and see if you All right, go ahead. Uh, concur with any of this. So 65% of people said the brands that they remain loyal to would include kitchen appliances. Oh. No. No. Well, I thought you were no, talking about, to... like, foods. No. I thought brands. you meant since a kid, so I still wear Pampers. Uh, okay. Yeah, but yeah. I will go. You had a good run. I had a good run. They felt comfortable. Yeah. yeah. But I, I'm going to go back, because we bought kitchen appliances uh, from... Uh, I don't even want to say, I, but I hate my refrigerator. I hate my my dishwasher. Like I, you know, and was and, it the brand from when you were a kid? No, no, that's so the, that's the name back. of the brand. Is I hate my refrigerator. So I am going to go back because I just feel like there it, the, the quality is not there. And if I go back to a, a simpler time where <laughs> things were made better, it's bad. Show us balls. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so what brand do you think you might embrace? I would probably go with GE. Okay. Right. Well, let me let me give you the rest yeah. of this Please. though, real quick. Okay. So the other the other one, sixty three percent recreational products. All right. Sixty percent said electronics. Uh huh. And fifty one percent said office or school supplies of the brand you remain loyal to since childhood. I've jumped around. Uh, give me the quality. That's what I you know like I've I've always loved some. Uh, I've fallen. In and out of love with certain things, but I, there's nothing I've stayed completely. Hellman's mayonnaise, yeah, uh-huh. right. All right, since well, that's childhood, why I that's what that's I'm why trying I to think. Food, right? Yeah. I mean, you could put that in 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 that category. Still love yes. cocoa puffs, yeah. But I, but I think that's more. You know, it's a. I don't know. It's what? a different animal. I mean, what kind my, of condoms did you use when you were a well, kid? Yeah. Well, you <laughs> joke with that. My feminine products I have used probably since day one. Re- and is it okay? Now I assume you would not simply use an inferior product. Because it was the brand you used, right? You is it the best of the products? Uh, I mean, for me, it is. This is okay. like an ongoing conversation between me and this one, our one group of friends. Because the one one girl says, "I'm not putting like a store brand, right? You know in, where in, that yeah, goes. I'm, yeah, I'm where the sun buy, don't shine. Right, yeah, right. I'm going to buy like, the name brand for that. Right. When it comes to soda, you know, I've always been a Coca Cola guy, like or Diet Coke, and. Uh, the only time I don't get that is if I'm like at a restaurant and that's not available. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Like, if, if, if I have a choice, if I go to, let's say Wawa and you know, there's the, the, the soda refrigerator, I'm, I'm going to go get a Coca-Cola product. Are there right. specifics on the list or is it no, just the category? No, just the, the basic categories. And I'm, I'm trying to think of anything that I, since childhood. No. That I have stuck with. Do you still with. use Fisher Price? <laughs> Not since childhood, but like, um, all right, like Skechers is a brand that I oh, stick with. Yeah. I, I've loved those shoes. What's that? A shoe, yeah. Yeah, a shoe for, for a long, long time. I've switched on that, though. I mean, I was yeah, a not since childhood, and, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's tough. That yeah. is a tough I, I I'd be surprised if anyone, yeah, anyone like listening to- has had something that they've... Because you, you, your tastes change, and also sometimes the quality of the products change. Mm-hmm. And well, that's now, why I was again, wondering like, if there was like specifics. Like if they, if I, if I started hearing some ideas, then maybe something. Would right. So I have like mind. Hellman's mayonnaise. We've done. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of anything else. No, it all changes. Recreational products. Nothing's forever. Uh, nothing's over. <laughs> nothing's uh, over. Uh, according to this, it says recreation. Nothing is over. Coming back from Vietnam, not giving me Hellman's mayonnaise. Uh, recreational products. I've been. Pretty loyal to Titleist golf balls. Uh huh. Okay. All right. So there's one on the text board that I will say, and not that I use them anymore, but Crayola crayons. Like I would never. What buy else would you use? Yeah. Any other? I mean, what's your other option? How about uh, when you get like when you get a uh, a kids menu at oh, a restaurant course. and they give you essentially a candle, like yeah. what was left over <laughs> from candle wax? Horrible. 
I will not. The, it, when you go to the fine French restaurants, they actually give you an easel with paint. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. How about a different survey? Yeah. Or something else. Well, that, one's, yeah. that one was not good, but you, we're All going right. through them. All right. How about this? In a survey of just under 7,000 U.S. adults, how many people have you kissed in a romantic or sexual way rather than platonically? Oh. All right. So here we go. You're um, count? Wow. No, I oh. can't count. No. Oh, oh, well, look at you. <laughs> oh, I'd. Is <laughs> 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 my wife out of town? Yeah, she is. Uh, like, I can't even count. Listen, if you have your, your sexual partners, yeah. oh dear, it's definitely over thirty. <laughs> oh, no yeah. kidding. Well, I mean, you were in a band. I was in a band, man. Band. I, I, I had I'm not bragging or anything like that. I literally tried one time to sit there, and I'm like, I, I, and I used to. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, we'll skip that. Yeah, you, have, skip you that. have your experiences. <laughs> but then you, when you're, when you're, when you're uh, outperforming, mm-hmm. so to speak. I went hog wild because I got nothing in high school. And right. then after that, I did. And I'm like, I want all of this. <laughs> <laughs> now. I want yeah. every single bit of it. So 3% say zero people. 5% say one person. 19% say two to four people. And the highest amount is 20% of people said five to ten people. That they have romantically kissed in a sexual way rather than platonically. Hmm. Uh, uh, that was the highest? Yeah, 20%. So then you have 9% say 11 to 15, 5% say 16 to 20, 4% say 21 to 25, and 12%. What percent says gonorrhea? Say 26 or <laughs> Seriously? more. <laughs> Kathy, how many people have you kissed? Oh, come on, stop. Kiss and tell. Um, oh God, uh, I mean, I could probably count if I sat down. Mine's not like you know, but it's more. Well, than 10, wait a probably. second. What if you were uh, sitting like at a bar? You know, when you're trying to get free when drinks. I was getting free drinks. But I mean, it, it uh-huh. just just the, you're not no, leading. I didn't kiss them for the free drink. But not leading till sex. If you if there was so, you were just all you have to have done right. It's how many people have you romantically kissed? No, right, but uh, not not as a, a free- as a. Getting, precursor to sex, but getting a free drink. There was I didn't. There was no. What about on. nachos? Uh, I love this text. It says I'm fat, and it's definitely over thirty. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I've kissed. Yes, mean? I've kissed a. Yeah. But like when, dude, when you're dating, or just when, in yeah. case you know, it doesn't even lead to sex. Uh, listen, all the it, time. if you're going back to like when you first started kissing, oh my god, you know, like the Kathy, spin the bottle. You, and, oh, I and remember my first truth, kiss though. Yeah, me too. But like spin the bottle. What teacher was it? No, stop <laughs> it. On, baby. I for, uh, we we had an old intern at Y100. Damn it, I forgot what her name was. Um, and I remember she she had told us that they they would go and just. Uh, uh, go make out with guys. Yeah, at at bars just yeah. for fun. A, ki- a kissy was, whore. Yeah, that's yeah, what, yeah, that's yeah. Like not following through on everything. No. But they would just kind of go kissy make whore. out with guys. Kissing is fun. Yeah, it yeah. is fun. Absolutely. Yeah. So especially uh, for nachos, you can't put a number on it, Kath. Uh, Can any of I, you guys put a number on? No. It? Would it be under ten, Casey? Oh, no, no. no, no, it's over. Okay. It's over. What was the top one? That it's over twenty five. Okay, all right. Yeah. I wasn't sure. Right. I'd have to call my best friend. She could probably count. She knows every single one. Your best friend? <laughs> so you had that joke, the guy who's I'm fat and I'm over 30. Like, yeah, not only am I fat, but like, I wasn't even, I didn't even get chicks and I'm over 25, 30. You okay. know what I mean? Like, um, how many pillows did you kiss? <laughs> I probably kissed a pillow or two. <laughs> did you ever make out with girls? Me? Yeah. Oh, come on! What do hey, you mean? No, I haven't. No, Tucker never. Wants, Tucker wants to ask with with Kathy. Do teachers count? <laughs> Shut up, Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, 
Steve, my, my, my friends in college and I used to say, I love you so much, but if you ever try to kiss me, I'm going to punch you in the face. There you go. <laughs> Who said what? that? My friends, because, you know, like the girls in college, like they would, there were some girls that would make out for the free drinks and sure. whatever, yeah. but my roommates and I, we would joke and be like, we're not, we're not doing yeah. that. What is that phenomenon that occurs of the, the, the um, freshman lesbian? Oh, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. No, that's it? not like gay for the stay. That's uh, that's a prison. No, thing, right? but it was. Uh, I know what you're saying. No, it was like a. Um, that's uh, where you an experimental thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But was yeah. there? Well, so you got nachos. But was there a little phrase <laughs> that went with? Yeah, that? I thought there was nachos. Yeah. Uh, red sky at night. Let's I'm a go, lesbian. Let's go make out. <laughs> that doesn't rhyme. And give free nachos. <laughs> all right. Anyhow, survey says. Mm. New survey. Okay. Uh, all right. They asked a thousand U.S. adults which ice cream flavors are America's favorites. We're oh, doing survey says these are just random surveys that we're going to match up. Uh, wh- what is the favorite flavor of for Americans? Yeah, I'm going to say that the standard building block flavor of vanilla uh, is, uh, though my favorite is chocolate. Okay, uh, you are neck and neck at the top there, sir. Vanilla is number one with 11 percent, followed by chocolate at 10 percent. Do you know that my I am a recent convert to Mm-mm. the ribbon. Vanilla and chocolate. <laughs> oh, okay. Because uh, the, especially the soft ice cream uh, and the cone, because I believe the vanilla. Oh, the twist. Yes. Yeah. Brings out the oh, chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. How about the container that used to be uh, vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry? Do they make that anymore? Uh, the, the Neapolitan. Neapolitan. Yeah, for I don't sure. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I loved it. But sometimes you'd come in, in the container, like all the strawberry would be. <laughs> that would be me. Like, no, I, I, I would eat the chocolate. That. Yeah. yeah I, I, would, all, I would decimate it. I eat all the strawberry, which, by the way, third on this list is cookies and cream. Yeah. Mm. Oh, you don't like? Dude. You're not a fan? I, you know what? But it's me. I, I'm, I'm not. Uh, yeah. You're a heavenly hash guy. Uh, you start adding cookies and stuff like that, it gets to be too much. There's. N- you're getting away from ice cream at that point, I think. It's just, you know what I mean? This it's it's coming, becoming like a birthday cake. This yeah. is coming from the guy who eats a spoon of ice cream and says he's had a bowl. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I, no, I need to go back to that. Right now, I'm eating a pint, man. I got to stop. A pint like tonight. You eat, if, as long as you just eat one pint tonight. Yeah. My, I have so much confidence in myself that when I open a pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream, I throw the lid away immediately. I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, you know. I'm not going to need this anymore. <laughs> Casey, it's like you're putting down a horse. Just yeah. go to sleep. It's, that's <laughs> confidence. That is total confidence. Yeah, just go right. to sleep. Speaking of which. I've, uh, got, I've got this. They have a, uh, it's like a mint uh, cookies and cream. Mm-hmm. That's damn good. Okay. That is damn good. Yeah, you brought some of that to me. It's still, it's too cookie. That was the. Give me the base flavor uh, always. Of, uh, and th- that is, I will determine how adventurous I will get with that line of ice cream. If your your vanilla has to be creamy, and they uh, that's really uh, that's why for a while you remember how we all got so rich off of Bassett's ice cream. Oh yeah, yeah. They, 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 they're they're again the foundational flavor was um, excellent vanilla, but vanilla bean is even better. I, oh, gonna, I love vanilla bean. That, yeah, it's even better. Um, you ever have Man in the Boat? No. no. Uh, by the way, mint chocolate chip I do like, Casey, yeah. which is nine percent uh, of people said. And then uh, butter pecan. I say pecan. Some people say pecan. That is uh, our, our. We have a friend named Leanne. That's her favorite butter pecan. I, when I was a kid, I loved it, and now it's. A bit, We're going to go with balls. It's a bit much for me. Seven uh, percent say cookies and cream, and six percent say strawberry. Two percent say chocolate chip. I think chocolate chip is an overlooked, yeah. yummy. Flavor. I, I think it can be quite wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, though, if you take these percentages, that's what what is comprising the rest of the. Yeah. The, 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 we're, we're, I don't think we've reached forty percent yet. 
Eleven ten six seven two nine eight. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. What the hell is uh, everyone well, else I don't, eating? I don't think it's. Um, yeah, I'm not sure, Steve. I don't, they didn't give the full list here, but it's from YouGov. If you want to look that up, if you gov, if you gov. Mm. All right, uh, survey says this one asks the question: When it comes to lying, lying, and then they give you three right separate choices: chocolate, people, no, (laughs) people believe they have an excellent poker face. Others believe they have a terrible poker face, or they believe they're good at spotting when others are lying. So 24% people believe that they have an excellent poker face. They can lie and you can't tell. Others, 20% believe they have a terrible poker face. And 53% said that they're good at spotting when other people are lying. When I'm fibbing, my left eye bleeds. Oh, okay. okay. That's a dead giveaway. Yeah. Was that LaChise? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A, I think I have a terrible poker face. I do too. Yeah. I think you have a horrible poker face. What about gin rummy face? Uh, I'm bad at that, too. I, listen, I was playing, uh, I went out to dinner with my mommy and uh, my daughter, Avery, yesterday. Right. And we play Old Maid when we wait for our food. Old right. Maid. Okay. <laughs> when I had the Old Maid in my hand. You couldn't. I couldn't look. <laughs> I'm like, because I'm like, I'm going to give it away. My eyes are going to do something and I'm going to give it away. Now. Yeah. <laughs> My uh, my stepmother, when we would play, we play this game called 31. Uh, it's a betting game, a card game. And she would draw a card. I kid you not. This is not right, even right. the slightest bit of exaggeration. <laughs> she would draw a card and she would go, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I've got nothing. I like, Beverly. Yeah. <laughs> you just kind of gave away a little bit that you got a card you like. Is a royal flush good? <laughs> but she would literally just emote like that. That's funny. Uh, now I'm I'm uh, I feel um, I can feel the uh, blood, the expressions on my face uh, yeah. if I'm if I'm lying. Yeah, and, the and, semen and, rushes into my face. Oh no, my I, and I've got, I'm I'm aware of what I do with my eyes and things like that, which makes me go, oh, they saw that. You know what I mean? And then, oh, then yeah. it's like a loop. It's like uh, feedback. Wait, what do you do with I, your I, eyes? Uh, maybe look away or look up or something uh, right. like that. Across them. <laughs> these are, yeah, across them. <laughs> these, these are standard things that people do okay. when they're not telling the truth. I know, like, in, and then this happens just even at, like, going through security at the airport. And I'm sure I don't look this way, but I just feel I look guilty. I'm, I'm not doing anything, yeah. you know, but I'm just right. like something. I, it's just something I think, uh, you know, I, I think only... For the most part, sociopaths believe they're undetectable when they lie. Oh, really? You know? Well, yeah. I think so, right? Yes. Yeah. Right? Or they, or they probably believe that their lie is, is the truth. Is justified. Is, is their relative truth, yeah. Uh, by the way, here's a text. Here's a couple of texts. This one says, my nostrils flare <laughs> Wow. when I'm lying. <laughs> when I lie, other people's nostrils flare. What do you mean? Flare. What do you, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You look great yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy's nose. What, did I cut one? Uh, uh, and another one says, uh, I have passed several polygraphs while lying my ass off. Oh, there that's are, kind of terrifying. Well, yeah. that's why it's inadmissible in a court of law, which is People where the laws are. It. Why were you taking polygraphs? I sw- like, yeah. how many? I passed several. Yeah. How many uh, so, sometimes, sometimes when they you apply for a job, for jobs, yes. uh, they they will require that you, especially if your job is polygraph repair. Police uh, officers have to do it, don't they? Yeah. What's that? Do they? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know like, about all, but some. Uh, I would. I would not do it. I would never take a polygraph test. 
It's never been. It's it's. Uh, I might get nervous alone oh, from being I, tested. I would. Well, I would now they do a baseline. Tested. They do a baseline right. on you to to get an idea. But I think it's it's kind of pseudoscience, and I I would never even if I were flat out telling the truth about something. Would not want to polygraph on the event that you might get a false and it, and it happens. test. Now, they are very, very, very good at testing. Now, the baseline is just a standard. Did you lie? Did you tell a big, fat lie? That's the baseline. That's the baseline. <laughs> I did not know they did it. That yeah. Way. All right. I mean, now listen, now I, th- I think if you press, think of the full <laughs> polygraph test, <laughs> sensors, things hooked up. Yeah. Who is not going to be scared, assless? Yeah. Well, okay. Freaked out. But they can also, I mean, just the the little subtleties that your body is doing that you have no idea that they're doing. Right. Those they can test that, and and they can they can see that. When I had a um, what was that thing that I had, when I had a camera in, in my wang. Uh, what's that called? What's that called? I don't uh, know. The, the wang. The one, the one that goes in your butt is a flexible sigmoidoscopy. Right. And I don't know about on, the one that goes in your wang. Wang. Well, I'm I'm having a colonoscopy. I'm a wang photographer on Friday, next yeah. Friday. Um, but no. Oh God. Ciscoscopy. Uh, ciscoscopy. Something. Okay. Like, I had that done a couple of uh, months ago. Yeah. I felt fine, right? Like right. I, I felt like I was uh, pretty calm and all that stuff. But when they had all the sensors hooked up to me. Dude, my pulse was through the roof. My heart rate and they was, know that. And I had no. I, I right. was like, I was like, I'm looking at the monitor. I'm like, I'm like, I don't feel like that. Those numbers up there. Right. That's not how I feel right now. But you know, those those they can check, tech, test everything. So I assume when you uh, do, you test, I assume you have to take a polygraph test if you're becoming, uh, you know, like like uh, an, an agent or something. And uh, so yeah. I half texted in and said, "Yes, the Philly police give you a polygraph during the interview and ask if you've ever done drugs." Yeah, that's uh, what my, my friend is a police officer, and she um, said that because I was asking her how she answered them because, you know, she's, yeah, yeah. I, I smoked pot before. And so she answered truth truthfully. She was telling me that they want to see the truth, not necessarily like, no, right. I never have. And then it comes up that, you know, you were lying. I would overlie just to make them guess <laughs> what I'm, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not only that, I sell them. All right, uh, that's the end of that survey. Survey says... Move on to another one. How about... Do we have the... Yeah, yeah. Here we go. come on. I need my transition music. In a survey of 1,000 U.S. adults, they asked, how much do you like eating barbecue? <laughs> I told you these these are stupid, man. I know, but I love it. I love that they're so stupid. 51% said a lot. Okay. 39% said a little. 8% said not at all. And 2% said they're not sure. Oh, my God. Did they all take polygraph tests? How could you not answer that question? I'm not sure. I I was actually going to say I might be in the 2%. Like... I am not a massive fan of, of classic barbecue. Oh, I love it. I love mm. barbecued food, though. I love, you know... A... I like barbecue sauce. Okay. Mm, I'm not a big fan of barbecue sauce. Uh, see, that's that's why I love it. And I didn't realize I've been cooking it for years. And yeah. I didn't realize Rochelle doesn't really like barbecue. I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh. oh. Bummer. So I don't do you do like, it like anymore. classic, like... You know, smoke uh, barbecued chicken, yeah. uh, ribs, uh, brisket, all that stuff. If you you know, you throw a dry rub on and leave it in, leave it for a day or two, and then slather it in barbecue sauce, and then dip it in, you know, some vinegar sauce. I love all that stuff. Yeah, I, I, I dig it. You yeah, know, who else does? Dave Grohl. 
Oh, yeah. Dave Grohl is a huge barbecue fan. Yeah. He's got the smokers. Years and years ago, uh, we did, um, it was, oh, man, and I'm I'm blanking on the Phillies. Uh, uh, great. Greg Luzinski? No, 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 no. Gary. Oh, Gary Maddox? Yeah, Gary Maddox had the uh, it, uh, uh, a rib event. Yep. Uh, at the ballpark, and I got to come out and be a judge for that, dude. That that's I believe that's where Wilson from Wilson Secret Sauce got his start. Oh, really? Because he was just like Steve a Steve Wilson. Yeah, he okay. was Did he win. A, he, he, I think he ended uh, up. How winning. could he not? He's he, a master of that. At that time, he was just a backyard barbecue dude. You know, I huh. uh, maybe do his some, stuff. I dig. Yeah, I family say, parties yeah. and stuff like that. And then he went out there and he did that and he crushed it. Do you know what I? I'll say this. I I like it with, and I agree with Kathy. Less of the sauce. I I, I mean the the food in and of itself mm-hmm. I like, but um, yeah, I just don't like it slathered. I'm not a slatherer. No, me neither. And in fact, I do like the barbecue sauce on the side. That way I can kind of dip it. A little dippy-poo. Yeah. Yep. Dip uh, it good. Uh, I, I like that as well, but I like it when it's already got barbecue sauce on it, and then I dip it some more. Mm. Like I'm an over-dipper. over What is the most problematic food to eat as far as containing your mess? I assume barbecue, like ribs, right? Barbecue's way up there. Uh, crabs. Huh. Yeah, you got to get uh, real yeah. messy with uh, with crabs breaking those things apart. Um, the guy who works down the hall, who when Steve he eats those things, like yeah. if he goes in and does like a wing night, he he literally brings latex gloves. <laughs> really? And, <laughs> yes, and he wears the latex gloves oh, so Jesus. that when it's done, he doesn't have anything on his fingers. I'm like, dude, you're robbing yourself of the joy of licking your fingers. True, you know. But he just doesn't like the mess. Doesn't like the mess. Uh, I can. Get behind that. My brother eats wings and won't use like a napkin or paper towel until he's finished. Like he doesn't see the point. Like there's no point in cleaning up along the way. So he just gets to the end. uh, (sighs) And like when he needs something to drink, he uses like the palms of his hands and he's (laughs) trying to drink like that. To me, it'd be Christopher. Yeah, Christopher. Uh It would be excruciating (laughs) to have that, right? I'd have to wipe it off. To watch him eat wings is like, it's actually entertaining. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a little gross and slightly entertaining. I don't mind getting messy with a barbecue. And there's a follow-up um, survey to this. It said, which of these states in the South do you associate with having good barbecue? Select all that apply. So I, I'll just ask you guys, what do you think of? What state do you think of when you think of I, I think of barbecue. Texas. I, I kind of think of Texas, Texas too. Texas yeah. and North Carolina for some reason. Um, Texas isn't even on this list. Ooh. Uh, and neither is another one that should be on there. Missouri, St. Louis ribs are, are known uh, for great barbecue. Uh, but number one is uh, New Hampshire, thirty four percent. Louisiana, <laughs> Louisiana, no, not New Hampshire. No, maybe like a crawfish boil or something. But yeah, not barbecue. Yep. And then you have Kentucky, followed by Alabama and Mississippi. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Tennessee was first, Casey. It had 37%. Okay. Just above uh, Louisiana. Good, and yeah. Georgia is in there in Florida and Arkansas. And these things. And these kind of things. <laughs> yeah. The, the barbecues and the rings. The, the smokers the and wings. the things and the Dave Glow and the Foo Fighters. <laughs> yep. And the various uh, bands. All right. Anyhow, uh, let's move on to another survey. Survey Ball says... <laughs> All right, here you go. And I told you, these are stupid. Yes. All right. All right. What are the most popular house styles? What are the most popular house styles? Yes, the only ones that I know, (laughs) like off the top of my head, are a, a ranch... Okay. And like a colonial, but they like have other ones Cape on Cape Cod. Yeah, so there's ranch, Cape Cod, colonial, craftsman. Barbecue. Bung- <laughs> bungalow. <laughs> okay. 
contemporary and a Tudor. I do like the uh, Victorian. I love the Tudor. What is a Tudor? Describe it. Um, it's someone who teaches you when you're not doing well in school. <laughs> yeah. um, no, T U D O R. And I'm trying to like I would say like think of um like like almost like a fairy tale. Uh, Steeply pitched roofs. Yeah. Um, almost like a fairy tale. Uh, yeah, I would need to elaborate masonry. Like where Shrek lives. Okay, yeah. so so stone. You'll see stone on the. Okay, embellished doorways. Kind of um, almost like a like a, a German or yeah or, yeah yeah. Okay. Yes. All right, yeah. yeah. I do like yes. yes. Okay, we're looking at a That's picture. Exactly of one. what we're looking at a picture. Of those those uh, wood like I, I am slats. I, slats. I, I think it's very quaint. I'm less a fan of that. I oh. do like those a lot, to so, be honest. I don't know if I would like to live in one, but I do appreciate them when I see them. My friends live, so when you're coming... Bavarian. When you're going... Yes. Yeah, Bavarian is yeah. perfect. And there's like a little spot in uh, in uh, Magic Kingdom that has like a whole section of uh, buildings that look like this. My friends lived in this little... It was su- such a weird, cute little spot. And Kathy, you probably know exactly where it is. When you're going up the, the Blue Route North and you get off at Plymouth Road... And you make a right. There are these like three houses that are just kind of like set back. It's like this own tiny little village. And my buddies uh, rented these houses, and that's kind of what they look like. I felt like when I would go there to visit, like I was entering going like, to another area. Like a, I yeah. was going to like a fairy tale. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I felt like area. I was going to see like Snow White. You know, uh, one of my favorite places to be in the world uh, is this, and it's just because of my childhood. We used to go there when I was a kid. Uh, is this? Uh, uh, this place in St. Louis is called Grant's Farm. Uh, it's where the Anheuser, the the Bush family yes. lived. It was their their they have a nature they uh, a wildlife preserve and 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 all this stuff there. Anyhow, uh, so it's where that beer family dynasty lived, and it's it's a place you can go to now. And they have this kind of uh, square, this public area. Once you get in there. Uh, where you can uh, sample free beer and all this stuff. These, and kind, of things. And these kind of things. <laughs> uh, and it's that Bavarian look. Yes. And just something about it. Yeah. I love. It's quaint. And just want to be there for. Yeah. Uh, we're, this is an overhead shot. We're looking at a picture. Right. It doesn't quite capture, but I'll, I'll, I'll show you guys some pictures that I've taken. I like before when that, they have they set up Bavarian villages. Yeah. And they, they, they do look quaint. Yeah. The thing and this kind of thing. Roll out the barrel. <laughs> have you guys seen any of the barn dominiums? Barn dominiums? Are these yeah. barns that have turned into condos? Well, that's essentially what people are doing. Yeah, they're like taking like, barn doors. Like what Dalton did in Roadhouse? <laughs> Remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he lived yes. up in the loft it in the barn. completely open. Yes. I love that. You can, you can yeah. see through the, the, the planks on the side of the, the barn. <laughs> this, this is not comfortable at all. No. Sleeping on straw. Uh, so, what? Uh, explain a barn dominium. It's basically a barn, and they they turn to a house. They say it's I don't know, it's more efficient or whatever. I mean, it's it's beautifully decorated. It's not like you're living in a barn. Okay. Um, yeah, but, you contemporize the inside yeah. of it, and uh, yeah, that, that'd be cool. I'm I'm not a I'm I'm more of a new construction. You person. like the new stuff, yeah. yeah. But but I know people who love. Uh, fixing things up and and taking an old place and and making it their own. See, I, I'd, I'd be in that camp. I, I like the I like the older classics, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and again, I like our our style, which is a Victorian. Yeah, I grew up in an old house. My house was built in eight, the eighteen eighties, and and every house in my neighborhood was yeah. built around that time. And I love the way they look on the outside. Now on the inside, 
uh, you know, a lot of wasted space. So what they've been able to do with the newer construction is really maximize. And actually, the house that I grew up in, they had virtually no closets, you know? Yeah. People wear the same thing, you know? You, you know right. You own, like, two or three pairs of pants or whatever, and then, like, your Sunday finest or whatever. Uh, eventually, Rochelle wants to, when we... <clears throat> You know, retire and later right. on in life wants to have a ranch style yeah. home. I'm not a big fan of the ranch, the ranch style. Yeah. Home. I, I like ranch. having a couple of levels. I do too. I, I like but I lo- she, like having an upstairs and a. She wants a, one that is essentially like a U shape type of thing with a like um, a U ranch with a uh, like a courtyard in the middle. Oh, okay. You know, so do that you like a Mediterranean house. style house? Mediterranean, yeah. yeah. Mediterranean look, yeah. Now, what I don't know on here is it says craftsman style. Hmm. Any idea what a craftsman style home is? I am not familiar for that, Emily, and, and put up a picture. I'm familiar with craft cheese, um, and uh, I'm familiar with the tools. Craftsman yeah. tools. Maybe it's a house that's built with those tools. I'm not sure what that style of home is. Wide, low layouts. Wide. Open floor plans, wood framing, front oh, porches. Okay. It kind of looks like just like a standard. I love a wraparound porch. Me too. I would love to have. We've that. got one. I love it. It goes around the side. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Love it. Do you spend much time sitting out there? Yeah, there's, in fact, Claire has a, a swing chair up on yep. the, the, and off to the side. And it's just, it is, there's something about it that is so it's charming. Lovely. And also for decorating, too, mm-hmm. for the holidays, I use it to great extent. Except nice. for when jerks steal your Halloween costume. Yeah. Oh, bad. Decorations. It was only 15 bucks. <laughs> but uh, it still pissed me so off. So what? Cape Cods, bungalows, contemporaries, and tutors are the other ones on this. Would you? Number one is ranch. What kind of? We talked about living in those converted like missile silos and stuff like that, and they're really unique, you know, setups. Uh, You remember the the house or like what the hell was it? It was in Flashdance. Jennifer Beals had that insanely large warehouse. Mm. Yeah, Uh, the guy in the ring. You know, it's a those. That's when those uh, those open floor plans Used to started be, to become yeah. popular. The really vaulted ceil- high right. ceilings and, and stuff like that. Heating it and cooling it must have been great. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The contemporary style, though, I think I'm out on that. Okay, overly modern. Yeah, you, yeah nah. I, I don't yeah, think it. It's a little stiff. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's very little. I don't think it's interesting. It looks yeah. too clinical. Yeah. All right, uh, survey says... Wait, I'm not ready. I had uh, the Bavarian music all set up. Oh. Survey says... Mm. Oh. Okay, let's move on to this. These are random surveys. This will be the last one. All right. Uh, that we get to. Oh, that's a stupid one. Oh, then one. skip it. All right. Give us something with teeth. Okay. Give us something about teeth. No, I don't have anything okay. about teeth. Oh. How about... Okay. In a survey of 8,725 adults, they asked, how do you feel about gender reveal parties? Uh, are you okay with them? Are you not a fan? Are uh, all for them? Uh, or you're not sure? There, uh, at least if you go by America's Funniest Home Videos and the massive fires that have resulted because of the number mm-hmm. of them, I'm not a fan. But if that's what you want to do, do it. But, uh, man, they, they get way too elaborate. Who's the, wasn't it the couple that used Tannerite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And started, and, and started a, a massive, massive California fire. fire. Yep, yep. Uh, if it's like a close friend or family, I like them. But yeah. I don't need to be invited to, you know, whoever. Some like... There's so many parties that they've added on. So you do the gender reveal party. But I th- I don't know. It's 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 The fun. Jack and Jill? What is, it, close, what is the Jack and Jill party? The Jack and Jill shower is like right. both men and women as opposed to what used to be just the what women. What cruel bastard made that? The, the guy has always gotten out of that. 
And now you're part of it. There was, um, uh, you guys know, Anya Lachelle, I think is her last name, over at NBC10. Mm-hmm. She um, was pregnant and had a gender reveal. Now, I don't know if it was for her show on Channel 10 or if it was just her and her husband, but they did a gender reveal somewhere in the city where they turned the enti- like the like all the lights in the park that they were in, uh, the color. Of, and I think I, I believe she's having a boy. I believe it all turned blue. Uh, okay. She's having a park. It was, listen, it was really cool. Uh, it's a neat idea. It's just a little. It's a little pompous. It's a little too much. Um, but I, I tell you, here's an idea. Here's here's a whole new, annoying trend that I could start right now. Please. So if if we have gender reveal parties, what about then after that? Like a few weeks later, you have a name reveal party. Ooh. Oh, stop! <laughs> I know, right? I just yeah, want to create another yeah. annoying thing that we have uh-huh. to go to that is just dumb. It's just and another then a way social to... security number party, right? Yes, <laughs> it's just another way to like create more celebrations that are that are unnecessary. What yeah. you should yeah. do with the gender reveal is uh, just make that the baby shower, you know, because you're having right. gender reveals, you're having yeah. baby showers. Yeah, that's not a bad idea, but usually that's further along, that's closer to when the baby's here, where they find yeah, the out. Shower. Yeah, they find out. I the say gender combine Kathy now. the college graduation and the gender reveal. <laughs> well, then have one or the other. You know, don't have both. Yeah, but you don't bring. You usually don't bring gifts to the gender reveal. That's just to like, mm. tell friends and family what you're having. Are you sure you don't bring gifts? Yeah. Do you want to be that I'll one person do. who doesn't show up with a gift? No, you bring then- to, you bring the gifts to the shower. Yeah, but you don't bring gifts to a gender reveal. <clears throat> no. I, I don't know. I listen, don't know if I've ever been. If you're Rochelle, you bring a gift if you're just stopping by. Yeah. <laughs> so I, we would be bringing a gift. So here's an alpaca. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you can start your own clothing line. Uh-huh. Eh, don't you like this? Mm. Uh, uh, here, is it, uh, this is a, yeah. I don't know. It this is from, uh, I don't know what this reveal. is. Bumpreveal.com. Bumpreveal.com says <laughs> if the gender reveal is hosted at a baby shower, uh, you would bring a typical shower gift. However, if the gender reveal is separate from the baby shower, you are not required to bring a gift. Some guests do still hold to the hostess gift anytime they are invited to a party. Asterix, though, alpacas are appreciated. Alpacas are always appreciated. <laughs> All right. So, anyhow, uh, by the way, 44% said they are not a fan of gender reveal parties. Those Thir- are men. <laughs> 32% said they're okay with them. Uh, 13% they are all for them, and 11% said, I'm not sure. Do you know what I find uh, annoying is, honestly, if you're going to get that sort of tube that shoots out the different colored confetti, learn which direction to yeah. fire oh, yeah, in. Yeah. They, they do go they, the wrong way. They, they always fire it into their nuts. It usually yep. says it right there right, on yeah. the tube. <laughs> yep. All right. Um, that is the last survey that we are going to yeah! dive into. So, thank you. Actually, and it's... Horribleness. It was still good because yeah. the, we get these out of the way. Yeah, and it so, makes you think. I'll collect a few of those. You might learn something. Yeah, if you're not careful. You might learn something. Yep. All How right. many people would take a glass of wine I offered them? All right. <laughs> we are going to take a break. <laughs> Don't forget, we have a secret text word. It is your chance to win tickets to see this prog rock show. It's going to be John Petrucci with uh, Mike Portnoy and Dave Larue. Uh, Friday, October 14th, Keswick Theater. Text word, secret to 39333. We'll take a break and be back in a moment. Stay with us. Podcasts? Oh, yeah. MMR's got them. There's the Fun Size and Bizarre File editions, along with Preston and Steve Podcasts, plus the MM Archives podcast and more. Click podcasts on WMMR.com. Someone was going to say, oh, I remember, I remember, before we dive into things, uh, we made an announcement just a little while ago. Yeah. Uh, a save the date event. I want to make sure we get this out there. It's a return of the President Steve Cardboard Classic. 
Uh, we haven't had one in the past three years, right? Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. COVID uh, took three the bite out. Is it three or no? I think skip it's two. Twenty twenty was a year. We, was the last year we did it. So, so we did do it. Okay. Uh, but anyhow, we are moving to a new location. Uh, not per our decision, but uh, Jack Frost is under new management. They were uh, they were completely bought out, and uh, the new owners don't quite get it. And fine, whatever. Uh, but we have moved to a place that has been wanting us to be there for a long time. It's uh, just a little bit further of a drive, much not much further at all. Uh, but we are headed to Montage Mountain in Scranton, PA, Friday, March 3rd. Oh, and there's going to be concerts involved, too. Oh, yeah. So this is part of the Mountain Fest that they're doing. So we're going to have the Cardboard Classic Friday, March 3rd. And later that day, the band Everclear will be performing. It's a 5 p.m. show, pretty early show. It's great. Because we're all going to be up early yeah. and have a hell of a day in front of us. So mm-hmm. it's great that it's not insanely late. Uh, and then Saturday, Lit and Fuel will be performing. And they're also doing this thing, Pond Skimming, uh, where you can ski across the water in costume. Oh, I've seen that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah you come yeah. down a hill and then yeah. you're going fast enough to actually go across the water. Uh, and then a fireworks show that night on Saturday. Uh, I, I love yeah. it. It's, everything is perfect. Uh, tickets for Mountain Fest concerts are on sale now. Any lift ticket for one of those days is valid for the concert entry. And season pass holders get in for free. And VIP packages are available. You can click on events at WMMR.com. We're a ways off. But March 3rd is when it's going to be. It's Excellent. Bad. It's very, very cool. I saw something I was, a, a term I had not been privy to uh, this morning. And it's something called quiet quitting. <laughs> that was the worst hair band of the 80s. No, that was quiet riot. Oh, okay. Well, they weren't the worst, but quiet quitting. Quiet quitting? <laughs> Is that like ghosting your job or something like that? That's what I thought it might be, but it's not. It's a workplace trend that's getting some press lately, and it does not involve sneaking out of work and heading for the hills. Instead, advocates describe it as doing the absolute minimum their jobs require <laughs> And refusing to work extra hours or take on extra assignments while focusing on out-of-work activities. So, like, they're forcing themselves to be fired or be like, no, 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 no. no. They're keeping, I get this, they're keeping the bare-bones minimum requirement that they need to do to, to be working at the job. But they spend a lot of time, say, online or taking like well, hour and a half. What does that have to do about quitting? I, I don't. I don't know the name either, Kathy. I didn't understand that. Well, you're either. you're quitting without quitting. You're resigning yourself to doing the. You're still working, but you're doing. You're paring down to do the absolute minimum to make it um, to retain your job. You're quitting part of your job. So yeah. you're doing for twenty four years. They they say it's about having an identity outside the workplace and refusing to let work rule your life. Oh. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong then. Critics, uh, including presumably some of their bosses, say some of it sounds a lot like old-fashioned slacking. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I I don't know. I disagree. And 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 let me and hear me out for a moment. All right. So it, it when you are forging your career, right, and you're beginning, um, yes, extra time, extra hours, extra assignments, impressing the boss, doing things like this are absolutely crucial, I mm-hmm. think. And I certainly lived my life that way. Yes. Uh, once I found a career I wanted to get right. in, when I was working at McDonald's, I didn't give a damn. I just, yeah. just cared. I got in and out of there when I wanted, you yeah. know, I was a teenager. But when I started to realize, okay, I need to make a living, and I also found something I love to do, right. radio, I spent 
a lot of extra time at work and didn't mind it and and was enjoying learning what I was doing. Right. Um, and that um, that uh, ethos has lasted a long time. Uh, but I have to say, in the past few years, because we have had a successful career and one that we've spent a lot of extra time in. I have also now made it a point to have my life outside, outside. of that yeah, yeah. Uh, and taking on extra assignments and things like that. I don't feel the need to do anymore. I don't think that's what this is, though. I think I think um, at least, and maybe uh, you've read the, the article. I think uh, at least what I think is they're saying slacking. And I, uh, that correlation is not between simply maintaining a work life and a, and a regular life and, and balancing the two. But I think it means, like at work, you'll never say, I'll take on a project. I'll do a little, I'll, I'll invest extra time in this. You're, you're, you know, the second the clock hits five, you're, or whatever, you're out the door. You arrive at the last possible second. You take every second. And mind you, you're entitled. But also, if there are ways to dawdle throughout the day... Like I don't think it's that. Out. You don't think it's that? No, it, and, and I think the reason that, that some of the critics might say that it's slacking is because, man, how many people do you know that, that take work home with them? I know plenty of them. Yeah. And, you know, well, I do. Well, all I the mean, time. We, we do. We I, take, I we work take, from home all the time. Yeah, I, a, good, a good probably third of my job I yeah. do at home. Uh, but I, I also, you know, I my, my buddy Steve is just constantly, it's just, he's taking work home with him. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and. It's just, I, I think that the, the workload in some jobs, this is not everything, this is right, not an overall right. thing, but in some jobs, it's too much, man. Do they, oh, yeah. do they literally much. expel out what they're talking about there, or is, it, or is it as vague as it seems to be? I'll read a little bit yeah, further yeah. on this. Uh, Gallup calls it not engaged. Jim Harder, chief scientist for Gallup's workplace at Wellbeing Research Center, says survey data shows workers are less engaged and quiet quitting sounds like what he refers to as not engaged, a group that includes 54% of survey respondents born after 1989. But while engagement is lowest among Gen Zers and younger millennials, it's been dropping across all age groups in recent years. So it's it, it's not... It still seems kind of vague. Yeah, and then on the other side, it says they're doing what they're getting paid for. Advocates say quiet quitting is all about maintaining a healthy... Healthy work-life balance. People aren't going above and beyond. They're not bending over backwards for their employers anymore and sacrificing their mental and physical health. Yeah. Uh, They're doing what they're they're getting paid for. She says she wishes the trend had a different name because you're not quitting. You're taking care of yourself. You're coasting. You're carefully coasting. So it's... it's the, the above and beyond thing kind of spells it a little bit. Sure. Now, I think... uh, And I think I feel that we all... Go above and beyond, you know, for this because this is not a, you know, this is, uh, that's our agreement. That's what we do. We want to do the best we can do to, 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 uh, you know, live up to our agreement with the audience. But I, I think, I think at a certain level, you know, especially if you want to get ahead, you need to take. But that's the, the, but we, but if you are ahead. If you're already ahead, and I think it, it has a lot to do with how your company treats you. Yes. You, if you work for a good company that takes care of you, you're more likely you're to go above more. and beyond. Yes. If you work for a company that does not take care of you, you're mm-hmm. going to do the bare minimum. No, I agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say something that'll only make sense to you guys, yeah. but recently there's been some requests of yeah. what I would call going above and way beyond. Right. And we've and all it's ignored like, it. Come on, man. <laughs> come, come on. Yeah. 
we're already working a lot, and and so uh, and that, and that happens in biz in, in all kinds of businesses. We say, oh, by the way, you also need to do this, now. right? Wait, wait, what? What? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. How about I quit? Yeah, <laughs> I, quit. I, quit. I quit. Hang on, let me let me go to Larry because uh, he's got an example of uh, quietly quitting. Hi, Larry. Good morning. Yo, you guys ever heard of jerk mate? <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard of jerk mate? Yo, ever heard of jerk mate? What's up, Larry? Yo, how are you guys? I work Good. for a, a very big, very corporate, and yeah. that, that's the one word that I think hasn't really come up in this conversation, very corporate company. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I've, uh, and I've been, they were pretty good throughout the pandemic, and I, you know, I stepped up, took the, the job above me, uh, was waiting for basically you know, somebody to open up so that the, the job title would open up, and I could kind of step into that. And when it did, they denied me my promotion and a raise. So now... I'm just kind of freeloading until they figure out, like, I, it would cost them more money to find me and fire me than it would for me to just skirt under the, uh, under the, no. kind of let me ask so you. that's your version of quietly quitting. Okay. Have you ever seen the, you've seen the movie Office Space? Yeah, yeah. Right, exactly, right. Exactly. Would, would, would that hold true to what you're talking about? Uh, it's, except, uh, they're not fixing the glitch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, and I, but I agree too. Mm-hmm. We, we, this, we happen to work for a company that is very, um, supportive and, yeah. and, and, uh, really, you know, wants to be a participant in helping us realize our maximum capabilities. I wonder though, I mean, there's gotta be like people out there who have had a job. For a long time, who who like actually because there's so many people in the workforce, don't actually have to do anything. They just go in, you know, clock in or whatever. Well, you know, kind of hang out like and- the guys you see who work for the city who who they've never shown up for like in in years, never show up for work, and yeah. you know, go get the vehicle, go home. I think of, yeah, I think of be- Tom Hanks and Joe versus the volcano, Preston. That kind of job uh, is mundane yeah, as it could possibly yeah, yeah. be. No, because but there's got to be coworkers who are not doing that, who are going to call that person out, or at least do you know what I mean. There's no way that that can go on for years and years. It, Somebody's going to say something. Yeah, we hear from so many people about how hard they work, and and I appreciate that. But Casey made me think of something. Who listening now has mm-hmm. the easiest job in the world? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to hear that. Well, 215-263-WMMR. Because you rarely do hear people uh, yeah. boasting about how easy their job is. But the easiest job or has a job where they really just, they don't do, they don't care. So they don't do much. Maybe you, it's both. I you know, know what I mean? Because like I, you were talking about us taking work home with us. Like to me, yes, it, it is work. But if I'm sitting on my couch at home reading an article that we're going to talk about the next day, like. I don't really see that as work. I mean, it is. It's considered work. It's considered prep. But, like, for me... You're not capping an oil fire. Yeah, like, I'm just at home reading. Yeah. But it is all relative. I see it as work. I see, but I mean, I'm, and I probably do it differently than you do. I'm I'm scouring all kinds yeah. of stuff. I'm printing things up. I edit. I, I, you don't I, have I, a glass of wine and bonbons. No, I categorize. <laughs> I, I try to, you know, I, I, I've got. <laughs> My feet are up. I'm like, I'm working. Mm. Now, it, listen, it's not hard work. It's not physical yeah. hard yeah, yeah, labor. Yeah, yeah. It's time consuming and. Time consuming is, is what it is. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Do you, um at, at like your prep though, do you. Sometimes are you like, oh, God, I just do not feel like doing this. Oh, yeah. Oh, you do? Okay. Oh, my God, yes. Okay. Absolutely. But then I, you know, I'm like, get it done, get it done, do it, do it, get it over with. Um, Well, also, that's why sometimes, too, like, because you do a lot of prep. Like, if I see stuff, if I see articles, I'll send it to you because I think that that's something that you could use and maybe a little less work for you. Right. No, I appreciate that. And and, and ultimately, I've got to figure out if we're going to go to it or not. But, um, man, there was a... Point I was going to make, and I don't Sorry, know. Sorry, I kept talking. Was. That's okay. Uh, what did she say? Tell Kathy how much she turns you on. 
N- no, that was uh, oh god, that was not. I what quit. I, was, I quit. <laughs> I quit so hard. <laughs> I'm so quit. Um, yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. Okay, right. let me let me go to some calls. Easy jobs. All right, we'll go to uh, John. Hey, John. Good morning. Morning. What's up, John? So I work at a golf store in Wilmington, and it's probably the easiest job in the world. I just talk to people about golf all day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. And, and do you love what you do? Oh, absolutely. I used to work in finance. Uh, when COVID hit, I found this job, luckily, and I've never been happier. So, you know, there, there's sometimes because you excel at a job, it, it has done. the feeling of being easy mm-hmm. um you know and 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 that's always the 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 uh, the axiom one of the axioms my father conveyed to me which is do something you love and you'll never work a day in Absolutely. your life uh, you're still working but it's it's fulfilling outside of the hours yeah. that that we lead i consider our job to be pretty damn easy it's amazing yeah yeah i, I, I mean it's i'm lucky as hell yeah uh and and i love doing it uh, what I don't love doing is getting up when we get up yeah. and, and doing that whole thing because it, it messes up the rest of your day. Uh, but uh, and and I'm lucky that I can say, yeah, my job's. This is not something I I dread, uh, and and I'm not going crazy from the amount of time I spend on it. The prep work is a little arduous, but I still love doing this job. So and and we're I'm I'm not I'm not bragging. No, I'm just saying we're good at what we do. Oh well, here's, so therefore it makes it. You know, this that advice much easier is part of the uh, the other great advice I've gotten. Listen, and I've t- I tell this to other people: <clears throat> if you do something you love, you're going to invest more time into it, even in the beginning stages. If you do that, and by I think by sheer force, you will get good at something, and then hopefully, the monetary compensation will come down the way. But I mean, that's all a chain of events. And that's the ultimate desire is that you do something you love and you're and you are paid well for it. You, you know, know what I do love is is mindless labor. And uh when I was getting ready for the uh the bike ride for the uh yeah. the tour to shore, I had all these uh team jerseys that uh, were sent to me and I needed to uh I needed to make sure that uh, they were getting to the right people. So I was just like basically sorting. Yeah. Sorting and yeah. stuffing na- and and I had had to do it for a couple of hours. And I loved it. Yeah, uh, like it, you know what I mean. You like, want to work in retail now? I, <laughs> no, because I don't want to deal with people. Right? Yeah. Like you don't have to. Yeah, I could. I could do that. I could do that. But work like, at I, an Amazon fulfillment plant. <laughs> I just threw headphones in. I stood here for like two hours, and I just stuffed names and 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 corn towels into these bags and. I do like the like organizing factor of like things like that. Like, yeah, okay. to, I'm actually volunteering at a nonprofit today, and we're putting together packages. So like, to oh, me, that's, that's perfect for yeah, you. Like I'm gonna yeah. lo- like make sure each package has you know two yeah. of this and one of that. I oh, love sometimes if you get, if you get to put a little bow on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can tie yeah. the bows. <laughs> <laughs> the studio that I have in my my room in, in my up in my house in one of the rooms, uh, I love. Oh, today I'm gonna I'm gonna rearrange the wires so that everything sits properly. <laughs> like that sort of yes, that's sort of where I can just check out and do that. I I do love that kind of work as well. You know what I was gonna tell you guys back to uh, you mentioned. You know the bad part of our job is you know getting yeah. up so early. That two week vacation. I know you're gonna make fun of me, but I'm not kidding you. I'm dead serious. During that two week vacation, at the end of it, I swear to God, I woke up and I looked in the mirror and I was like. I look a little bit younger. <laughs> oh my God, I'm beautiful. I'm beautiful. Look at me. <laughs> Have I always glowed like this? 
Listen, my my nipples are like erasers. I did. I had color in my face. Yeah. I felt like my wrinkles weren't as bad. The bags under my eyes were gone. So beautiful. Did the gentleman stitch to actually appear? Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I've gotten tighter. I've gotten tighter. (laughs) And more moist. Oh, wow. By the way, I know someone who got that. Oh, really? I thought that was just an urban legend. Oh, no. And it's a major... It's not a little, oh, we're going to put a little stitch in. No, it's like a major... I always thought that was an apocryphal. It's like... It's basically like having a baby. Well, Kath, what is their first and last name? (laughs) (laughs) I want to hear more about that. But I got all these callers on the line. But I want to hear more about that. Um... Jennifer's on. Hi, Jennifer. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Jennifer, you have an easy job? Oh, I think it is right now. Okay, chair. Are you doing it right yeah, now? Yeah, I know. Seriously. She's yeah, she's a blacksmith. No, I'm actually shopping at the moment. Oh, okay. All right, can you stop? My day off. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, I work at a casino as a sports book writer. You work I as like- I can't. You, as, a, as a sports book what? Writer. I write right. tickets for sports books. Okay. She yeah, writes tickets for sports books. For the Eagles. Yeah. But we're real slow at this time of the year. Okay. So I spend half of my day just staring at TV watching sports. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, that's not bad. And But well, what about the other half of the year when everything is kicked in? Is it very difficult? Uh, it gets crazy when people are trying that like. All right, That's sorry. We're sorry to interrupt your shopping, Jennifer. Yeah. We'll let you yeah. get back. Sounds like she's fighting a robot. We appreciate it. All right, let me go next to Brandon. Hey, Brandon. Good morning. Yeah. Uh oh. Here we go. Yeah. All right, you have an easy job. It says. I'm a trash man. Trash how, man. How is, how that, is that an easy, easy job? That looks like hard labor to me, man. You drive the truck. A monkey can do my job. <laughs> there is, I know, and I've known a few trash men in my, in my life. Um, that love their job? That love the job. I agree. That I, love the I job. as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will say, anytime I see uh, the guys going by my house, they're either like laughing or singing. Right. Or- you, you've got a group that you work with. Listen, you know that it's 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 got its dirty elements, but the trucks will do a lot of the work. But also, you're getting a bit of a workout yourself. Yeah. How old are you, Brandon? The only thing I can complain about is the weather. Okay. Yes. How, how, uh, how old are you? I'm thirty. Okay. 30. Man, I, I see those Why guys not? lifting some really heavy trash cans. I'm like, no way, dude. Brandon, do you need do you, do you need to work out outside your job? Your job is a workout, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. Okay. But I also am able to work outside my job because I'll probably be done within the next hour. Oh, there you go, man. All right, you get done early. What time do you get up in the morning? Uh, we start work at 7. I get up at 6. Right. Okay, not, that's bad. not too bad at all, man. All right, so Brandon considers it an easy job. Yeah. I would consider that a difficult manual labor gig, but he thinks it's one of the easiest does, jobs. I wonder how they pick the case to your point. Do they go on rotation on who drives the truck? Because the dude who's driving the truck always has kind of the that's the dude the easier yeah, that's gig. His, that's, that's a good gig, question. Yeah. Uh, let me go to Kenny. Hey, Kenny. It's taking me all this time to realize, but I love you. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Uh, all right, Kenny, what's your easy job? Well, um, I'm I'm not there anymore, unfortunately. I had to move on, but um, I was a guard at the old Byberry buildings. Oh, the asylum. 
were abandoned. We were all over the place, and it couldn't have been any more of an easy job. Oh, we, uh, we we chilled in the trailer for about seven and a half hours out of the eight-hour shift. <laughs> um, the boss said, basically, just take a drive around every once in a while. Here's a TV. You can hook up your video games, and we oh, did. My God. Oh, my God. It was an amazing See, job. But, I would, oh. but that's, for me, that would not be an easy job. That would be so boring that I because would... Because you're looking for busy work to kill time. Yeah. I mean, you could honestly get another job while doing that job. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you could find a job that online. you could, like, work... For, yeah, online job, you could work from home. Kenny, oh. quick question. Uh, did yeah. you ever see anything of the paranormal? Um, um, oh. how, how much time you got? Uh. <laughs> oh, wow. Are those buildings completely gone now? There, um, there's some that still exist. There, there, um, there's a self-help, like a halfway house, and um, there's a bank or something that uses... Okay. Do the tunnels still exist? Flat. Do the tunnels still exist? No, no. They had to. They had to take them up too when they um, uh, knocked it all down and all everything. Right. Okay. All right. Thanks, Kenny. To go there. What? Uh, what asylum was it? It was uh, Byberry. Byberry. Where was, was that? that? Northeast Philly. Okay. Um, and they same. They used to do like the haunted houses and stuff like that early in the day, and then it. it I, I guess it, I don't know if it was not safe like or the, whatever, but they completely shut it down. It's very similar to the one, and I'm having a brain. Penhurst. Penhurst. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hang on. Let me go to Sam. We're talking about people who have the easiest job. Hi, uh, Sam. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. How you doing? Good. What's up? What's up, buddy? Uh, so uh, I mean, I really don't have an easy job, but uh, I I, I kind of find it easy because um, I uh, I like it a lot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I work at a uh, auto detail shop in Westchester, Pennsylvania. Okay. See, I, I think yeah, that, that, that would be a good... If, like, that would be cleaning something yeah, all clean, day. Yeah, Getting something looking sharp, and it's it's sort of an expression for you. Correct, Sam? I mean, you know, you're... you're right? Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, uh, I take pride in my work, but, uh, I mean, like, some days I'll be delivering cars a lot. I'll go to, like, the Maserati dealership, drop off a Maserati, whatever. Like, I get to drive some pretty cool cars, which also adds to... Oh, that's cool. No, that is cool. I dig that. All right, so this isn't your shop that you own. You you work there? Uh, no, yeah. Um, uh, I just work there. I'm um, I'm uh, I'm also currently in college, so it's okay. like kind of like a part time kind of thing. Okay, okay. that's great. Yeah, because yeah. I've talked to like Thanks, Chuck down the hall, and he you know he's like when I retire, he's like he would love to open his own auto deal detailing, not shop, but like he would come to your house. And yeah. like you're like, dude, I could do like one car a day, and like that would be it. You know what I mean? Because you make a decent amount of money. There, like, are, there was a oh, service yeah. that we had come, and then they asked. They were a client here at the station for a while, yep. yeah. And um, they did a pretty decent job. Uh, like, yeah, you can make a couple hundred bucks, yeah, yeah. easily. Yeah, and, and knocking out one a day or every other day if you just wanted to to keep yourself busy. Yeah, my wife has had this guy come to our house. <laughs> I I just work hey, little baby. I what? know. Uh and you know he just sets up shop in the uh in the driveway and, oh, to clean and your car. Yeah, okay. not to clean not her. To clean your <laughs> uh but yeah, I mean he, he buff your ass. Probably does like one car a day, you know, a couple of hundred bucks a pop like yeah, yeah it's a you know, there decent you living, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh I'll go to Joe next. Hey Joe, good morning. Hey bitches. Hey, hey what? What's up Joe? Hey so, um, so I take care of dogs for a living. Oh. Are you like a dog walker? Yeah, dog, dog sitter. sitter. Or you can come bring them to my house. Yeah. And it, I say it's awesome. And you consider it to be an easy job? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, all you're doing is taking the dogs for a walk here and there and just playing with them, you know, and, and the kids 
kids help out. So. Oh. By the way, there's there's no reason to be embarrassed if you have an easy job. No, I think that I think you win. You're lucky. Oh, if, I think it's a great job. Yeah, and, and so you, you're obviously a, a, a an animal person to begin with, and and so yeah. how would you you make your own hours? Oh, yeah, basically, but I mean, technically, I work 24-7, you know, I, I mean, I'm always... Oh, yeah. So... Okay, I, yeah, that makes sense, yeah. All right. Like, right, right now, you know, I have I have a puppy with me, I asked the owner if it was okay if I brought him to the beach in, the, the, um, in Ocean City, and, you know, the beach is paying for itself, basically, right now. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> having, yeah. having puppies wouldn't be too, uh, too bad. Mm-mm. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. Hang on, I want to go to... Um, Mark, who's been a trash man for 28 years. He's got a different take on it. Hi, Mark. Good morning. Hey, guys. Let me tell you something. I'm going to debunk that guy's theory (laughs) right off the bat. I guarantee he doesn't work for a major, major trash corporation because front-end guys, which I've been doing for 20 years now, go in at about 2.30 to 3. I'm fortunate enough that I can come in at 5, and that's considered banker's hours in trash industry. He's going in at 7 o'clock in the morning and only working until 11. He probably works for a county that's picking up parks and recreation. I uh, did residential for seven years. It is one of the toughest jobs <laughs> <laughs> I'm in front end now. I'm in an air-conditioned, high-tech truck. I work for one of the most major trash corporations in the world. Our trucks are high-tech. They're nice. They're comfortable. They're ergonomic for the driver. I have AC. I get out about 20 times to open gate, pull a couple cans out. Mine is probably the easiest in the industry, but maybe takes the most driving skill. I back up over 130 times a day. Let me tell you something. I stink when I go home, and my wife won't let me near her until I take a shower. She won't let me near her anyway. I've been married 30 years. That's a different story. Bottom line is, one of the worst jobs as far as fatalities and one of the most difficult jobs Physically, and believe it or not, mentally, because you are not done until you pick up that last can. The yeah. good news is you can eat all you want out of the hopper. If that's <laughs> oh, my oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wow, man. Mark. Well, you, you paid oh, your he, hung up on he hung up. Uh, I wanted to get more from Mark. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's the best. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, there is something, though, bizarrely, at least from our angle, Casey, like fraternal and, and romantic about that. You're out, you're go different locations. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I what don't is, know. It, is it working in trash? Yeah. As a sanitary? I, I don't know. As a sanitary napkin. <laughs> God, but the smell. I know. The oh, stuff those guys God. smell, and I know they're immune to it by Dude. now, but it's just disgusting. The, the, just the smell alone makes your job not easy. Mm. I was walking down the street in Cape May a couple of weeks ago, and I it was... Singing Do What Diddy? Uh, I was not. I was holding my breath, Steve, oh. because it smelled so bad, because there was some rotten trash really? so, w- behind one of the houses, yeah. but it permeated for like, at least a half of a block, just... and then when I was walking back, I'm like, well, I'm going to walk on the other side of the street, <laughs> and it was just as bad on the other yeah, side of the street. We yeah. made it across the street. Uh, let's see who's been on hold for a long time because we've got to wrap this up in just a second. Uh, let me go to uh, Kristen. Hi. Kristen, good morning. Hi. Good hey. morning, guys. Hey, what's morning. up, Kristen? So, I don't have an easy job. I'm a dog groomer. I'm, I'm, I get mauled on a daily basis. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> but, I love it to death. My husband, on the other hand, he works in the IT department in a library. Yeah. This man spends nine percent of time watching YouTube, 
sending me memes. <laughs> he brings. He's like, oh, I'm watching Terminator. I'm like, you found it online? No, no, I brought it from home. <laughs> He's bringing his own movies. <laughs> I knew I would need something to watch. All I didn't right. do anything here. So he's got it. So what does he basically like, update the library's website or just make sure everything's running? So he helps. He helps with that, but he's in the computer lab, so he's got to help anyone who needs help with like any computer assistance. And he's like, from ten to three, I have people. Before that and after that, I don't. And wow. He's nine to five. Mondays he does one to nine, but. The best part is, twice a month, they then pay him to shut down the computer lab to play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's an easy cool. job. Yeah. I'm like, what? don't come home and tired. Like, we have a five-month-old. Help. <laughs> Help. Help. Oh, please. Yeah. You're right. helping. Thank yeah. you, Kristen. We went whitewater rafting earlier this summer, and we were talking to some of the guides oh, that were yeah. with us, and um, they were all college kids, which I didn't know this was yeah. uh, in Jim Thorpe. They're college kids, but um, from all over the country, yeah. not just yep. in our area, and mm-hmm. they travel here, yep. um, and they, she was basically telling us that they like camp out for the summer, Wow! and she said it's one of the, for them, it was it's one of the greatest, easiest awesome. jobs. I'll never yeah. forget this gal in Maine. She was our whitewater uh, raft guide. Her name was Wiggy. <laughs> she was awesome. And same thing. Loved her job. Travels all over the place. Yeah. Goes to different, uh, depending on the season. You know, she'll head out west it's when, it's, cool. uh, when it's warmer. And then yeah. head east. And uh, and just love love the job. One of Jace's surf instructors, too. She goes to Hawaii for the winters yeah. and then comes to Ocean City I knew a, for the summers. A guy who would teach uh, uh, surfing in Costa Rica in the winter, or and no, he would be he would be a snowboard instructor in Colorado in the wintertime, and in the summertime he would go to Costa Rica and teach surfing. I'm like, damn, man. Did he die in a big wave off Australia? Or is that no, oh, well, that was, it was after oh, the bank robbery, yeah, yeah, and we yeah. don't talk about that. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's it's a legit career. The the guy who ran our, our uh, thing in, in the Grand Canyon, like, that's what he does from May to September, and he majored in that. He found a college yeah. and basically majored in, in, like, adventure activities. That's cool. Yeah. Right, one last call, then we got to take a break. It is uh, Jeremy we're going to go to. Hi, Jeremy. Good morning. You guys rock. <laughs> Jeremy, it says here you got an easy job. What is it? Uh, dude, I coalesce the vapors of IT security maybe three hours a week, and I work 40 hours a week. <laughs> so you're actually working for three hours of your 40-hour work week? He, uh, not even working. I'm literally just talking to somebody else in a meeting about an issue and tell them what to do and how to do it. Okay. Yeah. Do, you, do you feel mildly guilty that you make money doing that, or are you okay with it? Completely. <laughs> I, I honestly Netflix and spreadsheet. <laughs> Netflix and spreadsheets. Dude, well, you listen. Good to what you. Preston said earlier, you win. Yeah. yeah. You know? That's yeah. it. You got a job, and, and they you're, they're, you're obviously providing what your bosses need you to provide, or else you wouldn't be there. Yeah, so there exactly. I was talking to my friend Joey Lee the other day in the parking lot of Wawa, and I said, if I ever complain about my job, just slap me in the face, because this is what I do for a living. Yeah. I push buttons like that. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, thank you guys. And, and quietly quitting. I was not familiar with that term. No. And it essentially means just doing what needs to be done and only that and not going above and beyond. Uh, my buddy Steve texted and said, quietly quitting e- equals lazy F. <laughs> <laughs> but Steve, my buddy, he, he drags 
so much of his work home and shouldn't be doing that much work. He uh, He's a booker at Chippendales, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He, yeah. He gets all the guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but anyhow, uh, hopefully you enjoy your job. You enjoy your job, then you're in a good position. If not, I hope something comes along that you really yes. want to do. Yeah. We need to take a break. We'll come back in a second, and we'll get to the Bizarre Files all the way next. Stay there. MMR spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's Local Shots. That's right, and this month's artist is Road Killer. Road Killer, your local shots artist of the month. Check them out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Philly. Steve, with a mention of an event coming up. Yes, we've been doing it for a couple of years, and it's something that goes across all of uh, our station and our sister stations. And we all participate in Alpha Bravo Canine Dining Out for the Dogs. This is at the White Dog uh, locations, Wayne, Haverford, and Glen Mills. And uh, it is the fifth annual, which is great, and it raises funds for Alpha Bravo Canine. Philadelphia's first and only organization donating service dogs to U.S. veterans suffering from debilitating medical and psychological problems as a result of their combat. Anything that's uh, of that nature, they will they will tend to. And uh, they also give these dogs to the recipients gratis. Only only group that does that. So you come on out, go to any of the those white dog locations. We're all going to be spread around again from our sister stations as well, and we are at, you know at different locations. So come on out. I'm going to be at Glen Mills uh, with my wife, and uh, I think uh, Connor is going to be there as well, and and Pierre, and uh, everyone will be spread around. Long story short, what we really need you to do is just go out and have a meal. And a percentage of what uh, your tab is will go to uh, Alpha Bravo Canine. And there's going to be puppy kissing booths and picture-taking things and auction items and so on and so forth. Obviously, so many cherries got decimated over the past couple of years. Alpha Bravo Canine was no exception. So trying to make up for lost time and get some of these dogs trained and, and um, you know... They, the bond they have with the um, their recipients, with their owners, once it finally happens, is breathtaking and something to marvel at. And we need to get more of these dogs to these people who deal with these conditions every day. So would love to see you out there. All the information is on PrestonSteve.com. Again, it's this Monday, August 22nd, um, you know, from 5 till close at these locations. We'd love to see you out there. All right. Uh, and thank you to, uh, by the way. Our person who fixed the Dunkachino machine. Yes! Yeah. Yeah. Thank well, you. Steve Copper. brought me in a, a hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and that made all the difference in the world on my day. Copper what? Copper was the uh, the overseer of it all. Oh, oh really? He, yeah, he was the he team was, leader? He, yeah, he was the team leader. He didn't actually, like, get in there and, and fix the problem, but he made sure it got fixed. Okay. So, thank right. you, Copper. Well, we, we do appreciate that. Yeah. Our machine was sick. Sick. Uh, <laughs> they felt better now. Yeah. All right, we need to get to the Bizarre File. Here we go. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. All right, we're going to start with this uh, harrowing story. A toddler is being credited for helping find an elderly woman who had been missing for four days. Last Friday started out like any other for Brittany Moore and her one-and-a-half-year-old son, Ethan, who were playing with bubbles in their backyard. Uh, the bubbles drifted toward the family's fence line. Ethan and the dogs chased them like they normally did, but something in the woods caught Ethan's eye. 
uh, his mom. Stop it with the goddamn bubbles. said, I went over there and was like, what do you see, buddy? And he pointed and said, feet. Moore said she didn't see anything from her vantage point, just overgrown trees. And then she crouched down to her son's level and looked where he was pointing, and she noticed a pair of feet. And that's where she was laying. She said, I didn't know if I needed to go into wow. flight or fight, uh, fight or flight, uh, because I had my little boy out here and the, um, and the other inside. Uh, she said she panicked before calling for help. And when first responders arrived, they realized it was 82-year-old Nina Lipscomb, who had been missing since Monday night, according to her family. Uh, authorities and community members have been actively searching for Lipscomb since she had disappeared. Hi, Grandma. Investigators even used thermal technology to search for her, who has early stage uh, Alzheimer's. Ah, uh, okay. She was alive but disoriented when Ethan spotted her less than a quarter of a mile from where she was last seen. How wow. miraculous. Four days. And this kid playing with Bubbles managed to find uh, the woman. Bubbles was a stripper, you should later learn. <laughs> She babysits and entertains the yeah. child. What's over the edge, all? I see some feet. Uh, the families say that they are forever connected, all because of a little boy who wanted to play outside <laughs> with bubbles. <laughs> Go play with your stripper. All right, listen to this story. Kathy, I want to see what you think of this, too. Oh, boy. The Scottish Council, a Scottish Council, has been accused of mansplaining menstruation after appointing a man as its first ever Period Dignity Officer. Oh, come on. Why? Dundee City Council was criticized by party leader Ian Blackford, who said that it would be far better if women occupied such roles, <laughs> while Baroness Fox also accused the Scottish government of peak gender idiocy. <laughs> Former world number one tennis player Martina Navratilova also hit out at the ridiculous appointment, while others described it as institutionalized mansplaining. Uh, the backlash came on the same day that the country's flagship law offering free period products was launched. Now, if I had myself a vagina, I'd be <laughs> dealing with issues like this. Uh, the newly appointed period <laughs> dignity officer. He's got like yeah. a chart yeah. and, and diagrams that he's pointing to while he's doing this. Bill uh, Weston's our period officer. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's a good one, too. <laughs> Uh, so the newly appointed period dignity officer, Jason Grant, said that he was eager to make sure people of any gender were aware of the availability of period products. Speaking to the Dundee Courier, the former personal trainer said, I'm absolutely buzzing about it. It's definitely pioneering as Scotland is the first to do this. Have you lads heard? I'm the new period officer. It's about making people aware of the availability of period products for anyone of any gender wherever they need it. Hey, do we have period products here? Uh, free? I don't think we do. In the ladies' rooms? No. No? You mean in the U.S.? No, I, I meant here. Like oh, at, at the studio. Yeah. yeah. Here, uh, I don't know. We probably do. <laughs> you know, it's cool is that in the men's room, there is a Steakum uh, dispenser. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. That's different. There's a little hot plate get. and a Steakum, right, guys? Yep. Yeah. Remember we did, was it Feminine Hygiene, The Price is Right? Yeah. Yes. I, I think that's what we call it. Oh, that. my God. Some of that stuff is so expensive. I forgot. Somebody found that. Somebody complained and thought that was absolutely oh, disgusting or something. Up. I'm like, they're... The, you can the see it in any store. Dirty. Yeah. yeah. Our period officer said it was fine. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Ask mm. Seamus over there. Whatever. <laughs> this is your period lieutenant, your period general. Uh, all period officers. So uh, he said it's important whatever we do is done with dignity. People know that there is no judgment. Mr. Grant's role will include promoting access to free sanitary products across schools and colleges, where he will also discuss issues around. The menopause. <laughs> the- That's what it says. <laughs> you can also look on the Google. And you're going through the menopause, are you? <laughs> you're getting all hot and sweaty. 
and your voice is getting lower, and you're getting all pissed off at your hubby. You got the menopause. You got the menopause. <laughs> the demon of the aged. <laughs> we should do another version of the hygiene process. I think we I would should. love to do that. that yeah, well, the, the, yeah. Uh, the uh, Daily Rush video is running up here in the studio. Yeah. It might be kind of fun. All right, beachgoers in Japan are being urged to stay away from dolphins following a spate of attacks thought to involve a single animal that have left at least six people with minor injuries. So like a rogue bad dolphin. Yeah, the the cetacean, is that how you say that? Yeah. Uh, believed to be an adult Indo-Pacific bottlenose dolphin. And why did we just have... Yeah, what... Did, did we just glance over that, that Chewbacca showed up? That dolphin made a weird sound. <laughs> well, it's not like a regular dolphin. It's a pissed off dolphin. That, that dolphin was so pissed. That thing is hairy. <laughs> we all just let it go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so it's a Japanese dolphin. <laughs> Apparently, the bottlenose dolphin, Indio Pacific, uh, has bitten several swimmers across three beaches in uh, Fuki Prefecture uh, on the Sea of Japan coast since again July. Fuki. Most of the incidents occurred within ten meters of the shore. That's about thirty feet. A sign that uh, dolphins in the area have grown accustomed to encountering humans in shallow water. Though dolphins normally are, are very pleasant. But if you get that rogue dolphin, the kind that smokes, it sounds like a Wookiee, it'll tear you apart. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, I know some divers who have, who have told me that they're a bit of a nuisance. Yeah. Like they, they will sometimes antagonize right. humans. But officials... Hey, pussy. <laughs> officials... <laughs> they're just bullying yeah. you, man. Because you're in their you element. Uh, officials had installed an underwater device that emits ultrasonic waves in an attempt to deter the animals. But added that two attacks that noise? Uh, had occurred after the equipment Sounds like Nickelback. <laughs> was put in place. <laughs> in the most serious case, one swimmer required 14 stitches after being bitten on a hand. Oh. Did you see the footage, speaking of dolphins interceding on behalf of swimmers, of the, the channel swimmer who had the dolphins around him repelling a shark in the area? Oh. Yeah. Uh, in response, local police have started patrolling the beaches and handing out leaflets alerting police uh, people to potential threat. And warning them to keep their distance until the beach closes to bathers at the end of the month. Uh, one more story, then we'll wrap it up. How about uh, this one? Officials in Boston, in a Boston suburb are investigating a former city employee. They say shut down the entire police website during a pay dispute. Ooh. Uh, Newton Mayor Ruth Ann Fuller said that the former employee, who was the Police Department Information Technology Director, took down the department website in late June and July. And the website instead directed visitors to a message that called on them to contact Fuller and ask the mayor to restore it. Uh, Fuller said the employee con- controls access to the site yeah. and has not turned it over to the city. Newton has created a new Police Department website in its place. The old website was no longer active on Sunday. But, the you know, the employee... We're now BlueWaffle.com. <laughs> Shut down a vital resource, they said, for the residents of the city of Newton. The employees notified city officials in March that he was leaving the job. Uh, the paper reported the employee felt he was owed $137,000 in compensatory time at the yeah. time he shut down the website. So if they were hold- if, if he's legit and they were holding back his money, he's like, oh, yeah? I'll shut this down. Now. <laughs> uh, the employee said in a statement that he was disheartened by the city's representation of the facts in this matter and that he would work with the city to resolve the problem. And that is all I have in the bizarre file for you. All right. Secret text word. We've been asking you all morning to text in the word secret. We have these tickets to see John Petrucci with Mike Portnoy and Dave LaRue Friday, October 14th at the Keswick Theater. We now need a winner. So, Kathy, give me a number caller, please. Twelve. The twelfth caller. Yeah. 
We'll get you on. See if you know the secret text word and get a random texture when we come back as well and give away our prize. We'll be back in just a moment. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. Now, back with more of HD. It ain't just for your TV anymore. Use your HD radio to hear the best-sounding MMR there is. Plus, enjoy MMR HD 2, the MM Archives channel. Everything that rocks never sounded so good. Preston and Steve Show Podcast. We have a secret text word prize to give away. So that means we need our caller. Uh, we were looking for caller number 12, I believe. Yes. And let me go to the phones, and we will do that first, and we will get Jennifer on. Who's caller 12? Hi there, Jennifer. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? All right, Jennifer, what is our secret text word today? Paradiddle. Paradiddle. That is correct, Jennifer. Hang on. Casey chose that word. It's a uh, drum rudiment known as a paradiddle, which is right, left, right, right, left, right, left, left, for those who are wondering. And the reason being is because a guy who can certainly play the paradiddle in many different forms is going to be playing drums with John Petrucci. So it's uh, John Petrucci, Mike Portnoy, and Dave LaRue. Friday, October 14th, the Keswick Theater. And tickets are on sale now via AXS.com. And our random texter is Mike Fulganiti, uh, who is from... I don't know where he's from. <laughs> it doesn't say on here where he... It, it doesn't what give it a... What hell? does not? It doesn't give Where does the Fulganiti family hail from? Uh, I, uh, somewhere in Hotmail.com. Because that's uh, <laughs> his email address. So, Mike, congratulations, dude. We are going to set you up. Uh, with uh, the goodies, so congratulations to you. All right, we have some more things to give away, and we're going to do a lesson question. Pair of tickets to see Burt Kreischer, Sunday, September 4th, the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. And the question we're going to go with is at One Bala, where we work, the ladies' room has feminine hygiene, a feminine hygiene dispenser. What does the men's room have? 215-263-WMMR. What kind of dispenser does the men's room have here? One ballot. The ladies have feminine hygiene dispensers. We have something else. I think we do. 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> Let's see if you know the answer. We'll do this. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Let's get into it now. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, 33-year-old Joe Jonas admitting in a People magazine interview that he gets injections to keep his youthful appearance. Jonas says that thanks to the treatments, he has the appearance of a 33-year-old. Mm. Hey! 24-year-old Florence Pugh, we talked about this earlier, and 45-year-old Zach Braff have quietly gone their separate ways. Pugh says it eventually became weird having a boyfriend who referred to her father as the kid. <laughs> oh and finally, God. Lionsgate announcing that a new Saw movie is on the way. Director Kevin Grettert says those who saw or have seen all the Saws will see in this Saw scenes they never saw in any saw, including saw. Wow. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood track. All right, to the phones we go to see if someone knows the answer to this. At One Bella Plaza, the ladies' room has feminine hygiene dispensers. We think they do. Or actually, we think they do. Kathy says no. Uh, what does the men's room have as a dispenser? I will go to Bill. Hey, Bill, good morning. How you doing? Yeah, Bill, what does the men's room have in the dispensers? Steak them. Steak them. Yeah, Hang on, Bill. Got yourself tickets to see Burt Kreischer yeah. Sunday, September 4th at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. 
Uh, tickets for both of Burt's shows September 3rd and 4th are on sale now. Go to WMMR.com for details. We will get you there. All right, let's do music news. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. You're a real crumb bum. Brought to you this morning by Family and Company Jewelers. Congratulations to our friends at Family. They were just named uh, SJ Magazine's Best Bridal Jewelry Store for 2022. Uh, Route 70 in Marlton, New Jersey, or online at FamilyJewelers.com. Uh, newfound Glories, Chad Gilbert underwent surgery yesterday after doctors found a benign tumor in his spine. Ooh. Uh, according to an Instagram post, which included several pictures of his family and friends with him in the hospital, he said after the surgery, he'll receive a, quote, fancy radiation. Uh, Gilbert shared that uh, this all started when he began having really intense bad back pain on tour. Uh, last year, he was treated for cancer, and in January, he shared that he was cancer-free. Good. His Instagram post went on to detail about some of the other findings the doctors shared with him. Which will require further testing. In the meantime, he writes, so I ask for all the prayers, hopes, fingers crossed, or whatever you do uh, for people you care about in times like these. For my rock-solid angel of a wife uh, and our beautiful dream of a baby, Lily, hoping to be home recovering Friday or Saturday. Uh, By the way, they are continuing their U.S. tour next month with three headline shows, one of them in Philadelphia. Rage Against the Machines, recent string of shows in New York City's Madison Square Garden have raised $1 million for charity. As part of the band's public service announcement tour, 10% of the tickets sold for the five NYC dates were made available at charity pricing and cost more than general admission tickets. In uh, a social media post on Monday, the band wrote charity tickets purchased by our fans for a five-night Madison Square Garden residency raised a $1 million. These funds will be distributed to the Immigrant Defense Project and the Why Hunger to Neighbors Together and the Campaign Against Hunger in New York City. Last weekend's concerts wrapped up Rage's uh, U.S. tour. The band had canceled their August and September dates in Europe to allow time for lead singer Zach De La Roca to heal after suffering from a torn ACL in his knee uh, during their concert in Chicago on July 11th. He had been performing on the stool, but he's doing better now. Gene Simmons makes no bones about the fact that the KISS stage show changed everything that came after it. The band is currently on its extended end-of-the-road farewell tour and chatted with Classic Rock. Gene said, we wanted to put the band together that we wanted to see on stage. One that had no rules and a visual element like no one else and where you could combine 4th of July into the show. Why? Because this thing called Rock has no rules. So when you go to a wrestling match... And you see fireworks shows, or you see Sir Paul McCartney, and I adore the ground he walks on, remember. <laughs> and you see fireworks and pyro, where do you think he got that from? The Carpenters? When pressed as to what emotions he'll feel stepping off the stage after the tour's absolute final gig, Paul Stanley had said, uh, what won't I feel? It's monumental. It's overwhelming. It'll be incredibly emotional, trying to absorb the enormity of what we've done and I'm quite certain, besides the laughter, there's going to be enough tears to go around. Is he suggesting that uh, they were the first band to employ pyrotechnics? Maybe. I don't know. It doesn't seem right. I don't know. Maybe uh, I was not in my right mind when I said that. Yeah, it's a good question. I wonder if bands... I find it hard to believe. We're doing any pyro before that. I mean, What about Arthur Brown? Yeah, and The Who. And The Who. I had seen them do an exploding drum kit one time. <laughs> Uh, I am the god of hellfire! 
Arthur Brown. Bring in lots of fire. Never understood the chicken thing. That's Gene Simmons sort of thing. But I likes me my fire. Yeah, I can't... I can't... I can't wrap my mind around that it was not I, a band that employed pyrotechnics prior to Kiss. I likes me my fire. <laughs> <laughs> One last story. In commemoration of the 45th anniversary of their first concert, NXS is rolling out a spate of new projects. Uh, set for a release on October 28th is the band's previously unissued collection of Live at the, at the Us Festival, uh, 1983, which features the band's complete set for May 28th, 1983 in San Bernardino, California. Also set for release the same day is a 40th anniversary edition of 1982's Shabu Shaba, which is available as a digital deluxe box set and limited edition clear vinyl. And both are available to pre-order at the NXS website, shop.nxs.com. This is one of the greatest songs ever. Uh, and in fact, Brett Porsche played a, um, a block of NXS yesterday yep. and uh, thoroughly enjoyed that. I think a... Um, a band that kind of gets taken for granted a little bit. They They're were phenomenal. They were an excellent, excellent band. And uh, too bad that Michael Hutchins uh, passed and didn't keep going. But all right, and that is all I have in music news. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back in a moment. We'll wrap up the show. Speaking of Brent, you should be here to give us the letter of the day for the word of the week prize. So we'll come back in a minute with it. Stay with it. What's new? Glad you asked. Hailstorm. Turnstile New music, more of everything that rocks On 93.3 WMMR Foo Fighters, of course 93.3 WMMR The Dan Rocks, we were talking about Dave Grohl's Barbecue Love Early Love this morning. It. Yeah. What, oh, it was one of those surveys. <laughs> yeah. It was saying, what kind of barbecue do you like? <laughs> or do you like barbecue? It was a stupid survey. It was broader than that, yeah. Nonetheless. You just simply like it. Brought us into the world of Dave. Uh, so it is 1048. Uh, we're wrapping up the program. Uh, fairly decent day today. We're looking at comfortable temperatures, 84 degrees. Um, clouds here and there. Maybe a passing shower from time to time. You have a chance. Uh, depending on where you are. And uh, we warm up tomorrow. 88 and sunny. 91 on Friday. Mostly sunny. Uh, Saturday and Sunday will be in the mid to low 80s. Uh, I, I don't see any rain in the forecast as of now, but who knows? Hey, what do I know? Well, Get off yeah. my back. Yeah, right now. just a radio man. That's all. <laughs> we, di- we also had a big announcement earlier today. Uh, and that is the return of the Preston and Steve Cardboard Classic. Uh, it's going to be in a different place. Uh, Jack Frost is no longer where we're doing it. It is uh, their decision. They were bought by a new company. They um, didn't really, they don't have any history. The new company doesn't with uh, what we do. So they have uh, asked us to, or they, they're not going to have it there. So we're going we're gonna to go somewhere else. We're headed to a wonderful place, Montage Mountain in Scranton. The Montage has been all over this. We're thrilled. They've actually been courting us for yeah, a while, yeah, wanting yeah. us to come out there for a while. So we're happy to make this happen. Uh, sled registration won't be till December, but the date is Friday, March 3rd, and it kicks off a big weekend at Montage with their Mountain Fest, and there's two end-of-season concerts. This is great. So the same day, Friday, March 3rd, Everclear is yeah. playing live at 5 o'clock. And then Saturday, Lit 
at 2.30 in the afternoon, and then fuel at 5. And then they're doing this pond skimming thing on skis, and uh, they're going to have fireworks in the evening, and it's going to be really, really cool. Uh, so get the details at WMMR.com. We're just excited that we can announce the Cardboard Classic once again. It's amazing, yeah. yeah absolutely. Speaking of amazing... Hey. You guys need a DJ for that uh, cardboard yeah. thing? We, we, very well <laughs> we, we love that, yeah. yeah. We will have to see. Excellent. Good morning. Good morning to you, sir. Um, so I guess we'll start off with the letter of the day. Yeah, let's Here do we it. go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. By the letter O. There's an omega. All right, we have a four-pack of weekend tickets to attend all four days as MMR rocks the Firefly Festival, September 22nd through the 25th at the Woodlands in Dover, Delaware. Green Day, My Chemical Romance, Weezer, dozens of other bands and artists spanning uh, various musical genres. Uh, tickets are on sale now at fireflyfestival.com. Complete details at WMMR.com. I just thought of something. You know, what? With Brent coming in here, uh, filling in for Pierre. Uh, normally, when we do this crossover moment with Pierre, um, you you never quite know what you're going to get right. uh, when you open up the microphone to Pierre. And I, I I've realized that Pierre is actually uh, like a computer <laughs> when he when he gets here. Yeah, he's like a computer that has just been booted up, <laughs> and all the pop ups and, come and up. everything. All the pop ups are slowly just coming on one at a time okay. as it starts before because by the time he gets in there he's ready to go in the studio yeah. he's warmed up all right. systems are running and going forward but in this moment it's all kind of uh, piece by piece things are still coming together <laughs> we're the startup cuz Brent is already ready to go i asked him you know letter today yeah let's do it you know yeah. <laughs> pierre's brain that's pierre so I just realized that. So thank you for being on and warmed up. And I booted. actually thought about going like, yeah, good morning. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Or say, hey, Pierre, how you doing today? Uh, One of the things I've noticed <laughs> is that, uh, and he'll just not, right. I won't answer my question at all, <laughs> and head down a path that he can't return from. Kaboomba! Well, what's up on the show today? Oh, Brent? man. <laughs> How to follow that up. We're celebrating some birthdays today. A couple drummers, Steve Gorman from the Black Crows, celebrating his birthday, doing a block of the Crows. Sib Hashian from uh, Boston. Today oh. is his birthday as well, even though we lost him a few years ago. So doing some Boston. Also, Gilby Clark from Guns N' Roses. So some GNR in the noon hour. Cool. Uh, celebrating Terrible Ted. He's at the Keswick tonight. So we're going to do that in the 2 p.m. hour. And, of course, we got the coffee break standing by. Love it. All right. Uh, I'm going to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan, the President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, Acme, official grocery store of the President Steve Show. And by Squeezed.com. Feel great, lose weight with Squeezed. Uh, tomorrow on our program, it'll be a Thursday, uh, our friend Victor Fiorello from oh. Philadelphia Magazine, Philly Mag, will be here. The best of Philly's out. Always great. Yep, so good stuff for you there, and we'll see what else we can get into as well. That's it. We're done. Rage on, and have a great day. And we will see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. What's big lives in the blue and likes to show off? Whales. Now through October is whale-watching season in Maine. And the best way to see them? A guided boat tour. Plan your trip at visitmaine.com.